think you're untouchable. Word life. Welcome, everybody, to episode 38 of the 10 Count Wrestling Podcast. We are back after a short hiatus. It is your favorite triple cheeseburger, live and in person. Chris Barcella, Justin Strem, and Mr. 305 Live himself is here. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Palace of Virtue. It's nice to be back. It's been a little bit of a break with all the trips and whatnot going on, but I missed it. And I, I, good to see you, gentlemen. And I just want to say hello to Dalton James. Dalton James, fan of the Boy, week. Let's get into yeah, it right now. Fan of the week, the king of monster jams. Yeah. Dalton James. Um, we met Dalton James. You know that'll segue right into our first topic today. We met Dalton at AEW Dynamite Week Two last week at um, Aganis Arena in Boston. And Dalton, or as JR called it, the Agnes Arena. Agnes Arena. <laughs> <laughs> Agnes Arena. And the owner named it after his grandma, Agnes. <laughs> grandma, grandma, I'm gonna I'm gonna put on shows <laughs> for you, and we're gonna call it the Agnes Arena. Saucy. Yeah. Um. So the, we are three weeks into the Wednesday Night War. Pete, Justin, how do you feel? I think AEW is kicking some ass so far, and yep. I was very impressed with the show. We went to the production value of, uh, on the first week that I watched it live. Uh, the crowds have been hot. The storylines have been good, um, and I think AEW just has that benefit of being the new brand. NXT is new to TV, but you know the hardcore fans already knew of it, uh, but they are doing some, some early damage, I would say. Yeah, they're the new rebels in the wrestling industry. I think that that's definitely in their favor. And what impressed me most was the fans. I mean, yeah. when they weren't being annoying and saying stupid shit trying to get themselves over. So the first two hours and 45 minutes yeah, of the show. Yeah, but they were extremely into it, extremely rowdy, and it made it fun. Like, I kept looking around and just smiling and just like just being like, wow, this is wrestling in 2019. Like, Yeah. And witnessing a, a promo, I feel like that... Will kind of be kind of, I, I don't want to say historic, but pretty important to AEW, and we got to see it. Yeah, I'm talking absolutely. about Jericho's promo, the Inner Circle. Jets. Yeah, I think uh, I think that was something. It felt special watching that live. Right. No, that's a good point. I think. I mean, the the three of us and uh, the man that Gravity remembered, uh, Mister Three O, Mister Get Your Pen Ready. Excuse me. <laughs> we text about wrestling all the time and. I've always been hard on, hard on, hard on uh, AEW just because I've seen companies come and go and people are like, oh, this is the next one. They're going to they're gonna take Vince out. Don't you worry. And it's like, slow down, pump the brakes. Yeah, slow down, pal. So, slow down, pal. Let's, uh, let's be careful here. And, you know, so I'm always skeptical. Be like, you know, they're taking too many shots at WWE. They're doing this. They're doing that. I don't know how long the fans are going to put up with, um, you know, the main talent of AEW being five WWE uh, retreads Mm. and a bunch of indie guys. Like, I love Jericho. That's the big problem they have right now is the WWE guys stand out 
so much compared to the indie guys. Oh, yeah, There's a lot do. of hokey indie stuff going they, on. They got to tone that down a bit. They'll emerge though. Like MJF yeah. is 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 got some good. He's a star. Him. He's, He's going to be a star. I mean, he got the biggest pop of the night besides Jericho when he came out to save Cody. Yes. Yeah. And if, it was if great. I were to ask you who the five biggest names in are in AEW. Be Jericho. I'd say Cody number one. With no specific order. Okay. Just Cody, yeah. Jericho, Moxley. Um, Moxley. I actually wouldn't put Moxley on that list. I think he's cooled down quite a bit since All Out. If you, yeah, if you threw that roster though at somebody, like, yeah, just someone casual. With, and, and you said, oh, John Moxley, that's Dean Ambrose. Right, like, right, oh, right. the Shield guy. Yeah, that's, that's kind of what I'm going for. That's so, true, yeah. I mean, those three. Maybe depending on how old the person is, maybe Pac because of the whole mm-hmm, Neville thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Goldust, like right. yeah, I forgot about Goldust. Right. He wasn't on this week. He wasn't I on this about week. Him. Like, and those are those are five guys that, for one reason or another, Vince didn't want anymore or didn't want Vince anymore. Yeah, and they those five guys, again, with the exception of Dustin, have been on every episode so far. Right. Yeah. I love the Young Bucks. I, I think Kenny Jazz Hands Omega is great. Jazz hands. <laughs> um, you know, SCU MJF. is really good. MJ, MJF's coming. Orange into his Cassidy own. is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sold on Orange Cassidy. You know, because Shout out Brendan Strem. Good old Brendan Strem. Looks well, just like him. The yeah. Brendan Strem of professional wrestling is absolutely Orange Cassidy. Um, what were? Oh shit! I can, now I already forget. I told you guys what the fans were chanting. Freshly squeezed, Freshly which squeezed. is hilarious. Yes. Um, but Christ on a bike, I just I lost my whole point. Um, oh, AEW is like we're going to be different, we're going to be serious, we're going to be real wrestling, and then they've got a guy who just sticks his hands in his pocket. Well, I don't it's think like, they said we're going to be serious. I just think they said we're going to be an alternative. They didn't. They never said serious. I don't I, remember. I could have sworn I've heard a couple of. Um, I think the big thing with them is making storylines. Yeah, and make and having them make sense with no loose ends, and which they've been doing so far. Yeah, they've committed to that. They're trying. They've yeah. got. I mean, they've got a handful of things. You know, I'll take the in. You know, the in person live experience out of it because obviously there's things that happen in the arena that translate better on television. Mm-hmm. All the outside of the ring brawling we sure. get to see things like that. But you know, this week was a perfect example. And Pete, you and I talked about this before. Justin showed up. Jericho comes out with his face painted, and JR goes, There he is, the pain maker! Yeah. It's like, what's the pain maker? And it took, uh, Excalibur. It took Excalibur five or ten minutes to be like, Oh, he painted his face up like he did in New Japan. Which, right. first of all, JR announced matches for Jericho in and didn't New Japan. Know, right. And didn't know. Um, and I know. And Excalibur added to the point where, like, I think he was showing Darby Allen that the face paint doesn't really intimidate him. Right. So it ma- he tied it in, it made sense, but. Why couldn't Jericho also have a promo to explain that beforehand? Right. I'm the pain maker. Like, you Darby Allen, this is a street fight. I need to bring my game, my A game, and, you know, i got to go somewhere else. Which, yeah. and I, I mentioned this to you guys, and I think a lot of the fans that don't watch New Japan probably made this comparison. Oh, he's being the demon. Which, yeah. you know, he had to go to a different gear because it was a street fight. Um, I didn't, and again, I didn't like how Hagar, or Hagar... Um, interfered at the end of the title match. I felt like tying Darby Allen's hands behind his back should have been enough. Mm. It made Jericho look like a pussy, which, like you brought up, maybe that was the intent. Yeah, maybe, you know, yeah, like I said before we turned the mics on, I was like, yeah, but now down the road, Darby Allen can say, it took you, Jake Hager, to hit me. Right. 
with my hands tied. You couldn't beat me with my hands tied behind my back. You had to have somebody else interfere. Yeah. So that gives him some stock down the road. It, I, I, I definitely think you're right. Um, the, the the jungle fever squad, whatever. Oh, those guys were tapped. That, that to me, kid. for anything bad I've seen in the WWE the past three years, this was the worst thing I've ever seen. This, th- I, I, I felt... Like, I had to shut the TV off how bad that was. And it wasn't, like, oh. uncomfortable bad, like, when... Oh, it was uncomfortable well, no, no, bad no, no, to me. On. No, it wasn't uncomfortable bad, like, when Seamus beat up Hornswoggle. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Like, no. this was just, no. like... This I would have gladly watched that. Right, but, but, like, but Hornswoggle looks so much like a little kid. Like, you're like, yeah. I don't know if I should... But, like, this was just, like, this just sucks. This was um, terrible. This was just... It was bad. It was bad on, it was a, on multiple levels. One, there was no tagging in and out during the match. I'm glad we weren't. That wasn't at the Boston show. I would have been pissed. If that and it made the Lucha Bros, who you've pushed as mm. your legit tag, either team. strongest or your second strongest tag team, and they, they couldn't beat the. They got those offense two? on them, right? right. Uh, it's just. Ugh. Is that it, the guy who was like five four? Like yeah, he looked like pounds. he was twelve. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the other one. I don't get what the hype is with Luke Perry's son either. He looks like a douche too, and he's tiny, scrawny. Right. I don't get it. Not, neither one of them. Like if the little guy whose name escapes me, if he had like, if he was like jacked, and it was like one of those like, all of a sudden you just see like a dwarf who's like got a <laughs> six pack and all that shit. Like all right, well this yeah. guy's jacked, so maybe something. Right? Yeah. But no. He looked like a shorter version of Strap. <laughs> well, I appreciate you think that I'm not still that skinny. That kid, I I'm hate him. I hate Kennedy that kid. Room. I hate him. Marco I hate Stunt. both of them. Marco Stunt. I hate the jungle, whatever they call, it, except for Luchasaurus. I like Luchasaurus, but he wasn't even there. He was hurt. And yeah. Then we had the um, the team formerly known as LAX, who they could be good. I mean, they had a good squash match. I thought they got over pretty good. I thought. Uh, I like them. I like them. They're kind of like crazy Puerto Rican dudes that you like steal to, your time. Call them fake Usos. Yeah, fake Usos. Yeah, I like <laughs> Usos. Like I don't mind them. Um, Usos. Usos. <laughs> the I mean the tag match. The other te- one of four tag matches. Yeah, there's a lot of tag team. Ta- it was a SmackDown this week. They're, basically. they're trying to put over tag team old school SmackDown. Yeah, but you know the best friends um, lost to SCU. Yeah. Right? No, no, no. The SCU faced somebody else, didn't they? Who did this? Wow. Did they face know, best no, friends? No. Yeah, they no. faced best friends. You're right. They faced best friends, and they won even after yeah. a, a beating, right? Yep, yep. Which that didn't make sense. Like they. This was have... probably the worst show of the three, but again, they're gonna get better. They're definitely gonna get better. It's it's early. I'm. I feel like NXT has a lot to work on more than AEW because AEW can only improve. They're gonna make mistakes, right? But NXT, to me, has felt very boring. Yeah. All three weeks. Really? They had really... The, the Riddle and Cole match was excellent. That might have been the best wrestling match I've seen all year. I thought the Roddy um, Velveteen Dream match from the premiere was good. That was oh, okay. That, that was, I'm sorry, that was like the first week. That was yeah, the first, yeah hours, again, right? not bad. But I feel like just flipping back and forth, like it just didn't seem exciting. Just seems like depressing. I don't know. It was weird. Um, At least Raw and SmackDown, there's like a lightheartedness to it. Right. NXT takes itself way almost too seriously. That's a very good point. I can't deny that at all. Um, last thought on AEW, and we won't we won't use the joke names because of our listeners. 
Um, I thought Dr. Britt Baker versus Rio was not a good match. Like, no, a lot of people shit on it that, made, too. It made the champion look weak. It was yeah. like, oh, here's a title match yeah. already. Like, And but, why didn't Nyla Rose come out to a- attack Rio? We haven't seen Nyla since that, she that lost on the debut. Yeah, and she beat her up after the match. Right. Wouldn't you think they would continue that story? We've seen Rio three <laughs> weeks in a row. We've saw, yeah. we Well, seen... it's because Kenny's banging her, according to Cornette. Her name is Rio, and she wrestles in the ring. I stole that from a guy who was at AEW behind us last week, and I laughed my yeah. ass off. Um, but he's not a fan of the week. Dalton. Dalton Castle James is. <laughs> He didn't come down and sit with us when we moved up our seats. He was, he was a little out. starstruck. Yeah, he was uh, excited. But he also listens to seven-hour podcasts, so hopefully he gives us a listen. <laughs> Dalton, thanks for friending us all on Facebook. I'm glad I don't have my address on we there. Love, we love you, bud. <laughs> Ashley Vox is a decent wrestler. I've watched her before. We're watching episode two of NWA Power. My favorite wrestling show to date, by the way. NWA Power is the best wrestling show on te- not on television. <laughs> it is the best wrestling show on YouTube. It's yep. on the YouTube. So. Um, well, no, actually, AEW Dark is pretty damn good. AEW hmm. Dark's better than AEW Dynamite. That's true. <laughs> um, she actually... Wow, that girl's... Vox actually looks like um, Zedaya. The actress that was on Spider-Man Homecoming. Yes, yeah, she does. She looks like MJ. Yeah. I just saw Spider-Man Homecoming like yesterday. American the first one? Not the one No, Far From Home. Up. Sorry. Don't say anything. I haven't watched it yet. Excellent movie. Okay. All right. Everybody was shitting on that movie. It might be my favorite Marvel movie. Oh. I really... It's like Eurotrip meets Spider-Man. This isn't where I parked in my car. Yeah. It's very... I recommend it. Very fun. Very good movie. I look forward to watching it. No wrestling in that one, though. Unfortunately. My... Oh... You know, I already just ruined it. So I was going to say, what wrestler made an appearance in the Spider-Man movie? Yeah. Uh, Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire was Bonesaw, Macho Man Randy. That's Spider-Man. right. I know my shit, yes, my man. Yes, you do, sir. Yeah, um, lay up. Then we also had uh, <laughs> WWE Backstage had a special preview episode this week. Srem, did you get a chance to watch any Backstage? I, I caught enough to uh, find a psychiatrist very uh, attractive. <laughs> oh. Was she a wrestler or something? Or? I think she's like a YouTube star or something like that. She's on Instagram. Really? I forget her name. I'm gonna have to before. search this psychiatrist. Yes. She was good. That's the only part um, I saw. I really, I, I really liked it. Strep so. jacked it and then shut it off. Turn <laughs> <laughs> off. So it's a panel show. It was Renee Young, Booker T, Christian, and Paige. Um, Paige is on this too. She was on. They this found week. a job for Paige. She was on this week. Um, Excellent. It was really fun. Paige. They, they, um, they found a fine line between kayfabe and like work shoot. Paige said things like. He makes a good heel and the mm. heel turn. Mm. She was like, Vince, I used to manage the Kabuki Warriors. What about me again? Oh. Like, little things like that. Um, well, yeah, Chris, she, she like, managed them for a day and then she yeah. stopped managing them. That was kind of weird. Christian made reference to Rusev's porn stash, and that's what he called it. He said, <laughs> oh. I don't know what happened with them. Maybe with that porn stash, he was a grower, shower, not a grower, or a grower, yeah. not a shower. So, sorry to interrupt you, but... Just you remind me of my favorite storyline on WWE right now is Maria Kanellis and Mike Kanellis, who's the father. Ah. But I heard Mike Kanellis asked for his release again. Yes, that's what I. But he's getting TV time. What's what's the problem? He hasn't been on TV in like three weeks, and he didn't get drafted, which we'll get to. Yeah, he only got it because it was sort of a it was sort of no man's land. It sounded like um, it was really actually being run by Heyman. And then I think 
Vince, Vince squashed back it. into it and took Mike Kanellis off TV. Well, that's what I was giving me hope because I knew I knew Heyman was a big fan of Canel- uh, Maria Kanellis. Right. Because I think in the old SmackDown he used to run, he had her on heavily oh, yeah. too. And I was love. I was like, oh, awesome. Heyman's getting a chance to push people. And then all of a sudden you saw them off TV again. Right. I was like, oh, fuck. Right, you know? right. Well, I wish Mike the best. He's a good dude. I went, so maybe five or six years ago, I went to an autograph signing at this wrestling collectible store that sadly is no longer open. Um, Maria was, it was a Maria Canellis autograph signing. Yeah. She was roll tight as hell wearing a, a red cocktail dress. Yeah. Just walking down the street at two and o'clock at two o'clock hey, in the babe, afternoon. Babe. And I right met down her Hoody Street. <laughs> I met her and before um like and Canellis was just like standing around. I was like, Aren't you the prodigy? Because it wasn't really like out that they were together. Oh. I was like, Yeah, I go, I watch you on Ring of Honor all like because I just knew him from Ring of Honor. He was in the kingdom with Matt Taven and um Adam Cole baby before he was yeah. Adam Cole baby. Talk about a, a trio. Oh, Tate wow. and Cole and Canales. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Um, but I was like, hey, and like, he took a picture, signed an autograph, didn't charge me because Maria was charging. It was like a special no shit, thing. Huh? And he, I mean, he's a good dude. He's he's a local, you know, mm-hmm. you know, so with the exception of this guy, I support all local Massachusetts yeah. wrestlers, Kofi Kingston <laughs> included. Um, so, he, yeah, I just, I wish the best for him. Maybe he'll go back to Ring of Honor. Her thighs are the size of tree trunks. Oh, wow. That's uh, Allison. We're walking again. NWA Power, the NWA Women's World Champion. I forget her last name. It's Allison something. And Mike. Chris Mangella is the referee. Such obscure references. So finish up your thought on Mike Canellis. Yeah, uh, sorry well, I changed no, the subject, but. So um, WWE backstage, they uh, they opened it with a Raw and SmackDown highlight package. Okay. Catching you up. And at the bottom, there was a ticker. I mean, like, these were the draft results. On this day in WWE history. Wait, wait, did you say ticker or? Ticker. <laughs> okay, just a wanted to ticker. make sure it wasn't the other word. T-I-C-K-A-H, a ticker. Um, you know, there was a trade in the middle of the show. Breaking news. Executive director of SmackDown, Bruce Pritchard. Trades future draft considerations for Alexa Bliss mm. and Nikki Cross. That was the blockbuster trade? Mm-hmm. Well, Booker T was saying, I hear there's a blockbuster trade. <laughs> um, that's the first time I've ever attempted a Booker T impression. Um, but I like the idea of future considerations because that could be like. If yeah, it's like edit, a real sport. So they can just right. ignore it when it but, comes around. Yeah. But if hey, an, <laughs> by the way, I love Strim's theory of why Eric Bischoff got fired. <laughs> I don't even remember what I said. I'll take this jobber first pick, <laughs> and then for my second pick, I'll take the Viking Warriors. <laughs> he had the worst draft. Oh, but we'll get God. to the draft in a second. Um, um, but like, point, if the, if it's NXT call up time, hey SmackDown, we traded you Alexa and Nikki. We get the first call up. We're taking Undisputed Era or something. I like I like that. Fa- Trembly, I think, even said this. Um, Fox is trying to prevent WWE from screwing up this show. Yes. And they're treating it like a real sport, which I think, if done right, is going to be awesome. I agree. But let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> fucking shit. Um, Go ahead. What else happened on backstage that I thought was good? They had Adam Jones, the baseball player, show up and do like a promo war against Booker T. Really? Neat. Yeah, they, I mean, they're doing little things that you would see on like a Fox NFL Sunday. I want to see CM That's Punk cool. on this show hosting with he them. He shut down his Pro Wrestling Tees store. It's either that or he's coming back to wrestle. Well, normally, 
The only people that shut down their pro wrestling tea store are people that sign with Vince. Yeah, because he said if it was if he got the Fox gig that wasn't working for right. WWE, it was working for Fox. Right. right? Um, Ow, man. But like, wouldn't, if, wouldn't it be something if CM Punk came back to WWE? Oh my god, it would be true. Imagine and not he, AEW. I mean, imagine how, if ooh. Punk was revealed as the person who's running the Firefly Funhouse. Wow. That'd be cool. Ooh, interesting. Yowie, wowie. Very interesting. That now that now you're on to something. I'm always on to something. But I'm brilliant. I think Mike Canellis is going to be all elite if he gets his wish of uh, being that'd released. Be, and that would be great for him. It would be awesome. I wouldn't for be him. surprised if he went back to Ring of Honor to mm. rejoin the kingdom with Taven. I wish these freaking companies and New Japan Ring of Honor and AEW merged. How, that, now that would be a powerhouse. Hey, Shawn Michaels. That's that's fat Shawn Michaels. It's James Storm. Um, So let's get to the draft. That's that's a terrible belt, by the way. Yes, it is. That belt looks like it's been like... That's what Shawn Michaels does. It's like been... uh... (laughs) You say one more disparaging thing and this will be the last I like him, though. He's fat-jacked. Like, you can tell he doesn't work out anymore, but he's just saving what he has. He's he's Kevin Owens. He's fat-jacked. Yep. Um, Let's get to the draft. So, Monday Night Raw. Night one. I can't wait to hear Eric Bischoff's draft. This was Monday Night Raw, night one. <laughs> Becky Lynch, The O.C., Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Ricochet, Bobby Lashley with Lana, Alexa Bliss, Kevin Owens, Natalia, The Viking Raiders. Some great fucking draft. Who are the they new, drafted everybody. Who are the new Raw Tag Team Champions, which I think was a great move. Smackdown's fucked. <laughs> yeah, right. Nikki Cross, The Street Profits. Night two, it gets worse for Smackdown. Seth Rollins, Charlotte Flair, Andrade with Zelina Vega. The Kabuki Warriors, Rusev, <laughs> Alistair Black, Cedric Alexander, Humberto Carrillo, <laughs> Eric Rowan. Fucking who the hell is that guy? Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. I like how Stephanie McMahon called him uh, the WWE's best kept secret. Yeah, that's been his I like that. for a little while. That's oh, really? Good. I didn't yeah. know that. Okay, I didn't know um, that. If he was that well kept, they should have kept him to the last draft pick. Jinder Mahal, <laughs> R-Truth, yep. Samoa Joe, which they explained Samoa Joe getting picked so late because of his broken hand. Like, I didn't even know he had a broken hand. Yeah, that's why he's been off TV. How did he do that? What did he, what, did he do the match? Ricochet or something like that. He gets hurt a lot. Yeah. He's been hurt like three or four times the past year. That's keeping him down, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Akira Tozawa, Shelton Benjamin, Rey Mysterio, Titus O'Neil, and Liv Morgan. In yes. the supplemental draft... We're like the people they didn't want to put on TV. Yep. The jobber draft. EC3, Eric Young, Sin Cara, the Iconics, my second favorite woman that's not named Alexa Bliss. Yeah, that's how that works. Sarah Logan, <laughs> yeah. Mojo Rowley, Hawkins and Ryder, and No Way Jose. So that's your Raw Raw. Kevin Owens, okay, you announced, solid. right? He's on Raw. You, did you say yes. Kevin Owens? Oh, I did. Okay. I said him... Yeah, all right, yeah, you did. Right after Alexa. You got distracted. I yeah. said Alexa Bliss. Oh, love um, it. SmackDown, got Roman Reigns, The Fiend, Sasha Banks, Braun Strowman, Lacey Evans, the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, The Revival, mm-hmm. The Lucha House Party. Oh, boy. Heavy this Machinery. Is, this is where Bischoff got fired. Keep mm-hmm. going. Brock Lesnar. All right, well, that's a big pick. But he's not going to be on the show. He's going to be the on, like, day, once a month. Which, Ugh, the New Day. I mean, that's three picks, though. Right. If you think Daniel Bryan. All right, Bailey, Daniel Bryan, the new Bailey with her short, short hair and her. Yeah, the, the I'd like to speak to the manager, Bailey. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura. With Shinsuke Nakamura came Sami Zayn. Is Sami gonna wrestle again or what? I'm sure, he probably got hurt, and they're trying to protect. Oh, him. you think so? Ali, who Ali's got a tremendous upside. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode, Carmella, The Miz, Stephanie's favorite wrestler. 
King Corbin. Yes. I like King Corbin. Yes. Shorty Gable. Elias. Shorty Gable. And then in the supplemental draft, they got Apollo Crews, the B team, former 205 Live Cruiserweight champion Drew Gulak. Yes. Heath Slater, Tamina, Cesaro, Luke Harper, Fire and Desire, Dana Brooke, and Drake Maverick. I'm very surprised they do not have bigger names on SmackDown considering the money Fox spent. Well, Kane Velasquez will be on it as well, right? I'm sure. And... Uh, I mean, Roman Reigns is probably, if you were to ask That's Vince... the face of the company. Yeah. Right. Roman, so, Bray, Sasha, Braun... Lacey. Lacey. Um, I think Brock, the OC would have benefited from going to SmackDown. That would have yeah. been a help. Yeah, I mean... Daniel like Bryan. I mean, they've got they've got Daniel Bryan's talent. a big pickup. They've got really good talent on there. I said, I said this on the uh, text chain, but basically... The draft, the rosters as they are, I have no problem with. The draft itself is a little bit weird. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like, probably 80% of people stayed on the show they were already on. Yeah, exactly. And, and like, people getting drafted out of order. Like, The Miz goes, like, almost last. And, like, in theory, he's, like, a... He's one of the best. Yeah. He's well, been, I, yeah. Like, I like that they split it into two draft pools. So yeah. a certain group of people could only be drafted on night one. Right. And a separate group of people were drafted on night two. That made you watch both nights. Yeah. You know, because right. if, if the first night, it's... Becky, Charlotte, Seth, Roman, Daniel Bryan, Kevin Owens. It's like, all right, I'm going to watch Monday Night Raw to see where fucking Mojo Rally gets drafted. So I like that they split that up. Um, Free agents. So these are Mm. people that went undrafted. Leo Rush. We presumed he's moved to NXT because the Cruiserweight title is now part of NXT. Yeah. Aiden English, who's doing commentary on 205 Live. The Ascension, Alicia Fox, the authors of Pain. The Colognes, yes, they're still employed. Wow. Huh. Ember Moon, who's hurt. Jeff Hardy, who's hurt and got a DUI issue again. Yeah. Lars Sullivan, who's injured. Maria and Maurice, who are both on maternity leave. Matt Hardy, who's hurt. Mickey James, who's injured. Mike Kinnells, as we discussed, requested his release. Um, Naomi. Nia Jax, who's injured. Paige, who's retired, but being that she managed the Kabuki Warriors, mm-hmm. I put her as a free agent. Ruby Riot, who's recovering from double shoulder surgery. Oh, wow. Sheamus, who's injured. And the Usos, who allegedly have been taken off the road due to the legal issues of one of the Usos. Um, wow. Let me ask you this. That's a lot. That's a lot of people in uh, no man's land. What about... Uh, who was I just thinking about? Uh, keep going. I just That's all free agents. That's, That's everybody. Um, so what's the point of having these free agents? Are they just going to let them sort of fall into place as they come I'm back? sure some will... Cycle down to NXT, yeah. Like the authors of Pain, not the authors of Pain. Excuse me, the Ascension, Lars Sullivan. The Hardys yeah. don't have a lot of years left. Yeah, yeah. So as people get injured, or, or you know, the natural ebb and flow of things, they'll they'll come in. So, right. and uh, you know, they'll work house shows and stuff like that exactly. in the meantime. This is a big roster. Jeff, fuck yeah! I mean, yeah. SmackDown, <laughs> Undertaker get you- drafted. Yeah, that's no. a good point. No Trem- John Cena? No. I like that. Uh, wow. Just a couple other quick random notes. Um, <laughs> I do like that they tried to make it seem like there was an actual war room. And <laughs> but why were show. people so happy? And then, yeah, <laughs> then they were like, they submitted their picks like forever ago and they knew who they got. And then they would announce the pick and everyone would go crazy. <laughs> and then Trem- as Trembley pointed out, the Fox room had like the football robot walking around. <laughs> <laughs> so have you ever seen the movie Draft Day? With uh, Kevin Costner? No, I try to avoid Kevin Costner movies. Why? He's terrible. Waterworld? 
yeah. Robin Hood. Lockley, I'm gonna cut your heart out with a spoon. <laughs> Why a spoon, my lord? Because it's dull and that hurts more. You know it. Oh, I mean, I usually hate costumes as well, but it's about the NFL draft, and he like gives the pick to the commissioner without telling anybody, so like they get shocked in the war room. So, but why um, did he do that? Because he's fucking. Hey, he's I want to. I want to surprise everybody. Yeah, but then like there's like everyone's. You know, it's one of those things where like um, when people say act natural and they they show everybody and everyone's talking at the same time. Yeah, like right. that would never actually happen. The three of us right now, <laughs> one of us is talking. And like every, if everyone was screaming and typing at the same time, it would be the most chaotic. Rubble, 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 rubble. Yeah, yeah. And it's people just can't do it. And so it's funny. I and mean, it was a funny visual. I liked the idea of it. Um, you know, the execution. Whatever we can bicker about that, but um, you know, it worked. Yeah. All right. So that's all the house cleaning I've got. It's time to get to. The list of ten count wrestling. This week's episode. I mean, we've been I've been getting made fun of since we came up with the the idea because I can't figure out what to call it. <laughs> Two way wrestlers, basically. Um, so it's not it's not Orlando Jordan and those guys. No, it's it's the top ten wrestlers who made a, both a great face and a great heel. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you what hardcore halftime is right now, just so you can put okay. it in the back of your mind. Yep. Hardcore halftime is gonna be the top three guys. Were they really great faces, or were they just so beloved at a certain point yeah like well that's kind of how my list went okay. towards the top like yeah they were heels and they were stayed heels really they did okay. heel shit but they became baby faces natural i mean you can pretty much guess who that was okay. but yeah okay There's a few of them though. so i, yeah. so, I mean we can kind of play yeah. with that as we will um yeah but, you know that's kind of what i just thought about for hardcore half because some of the guys i was like was he a good face mm. was it like was it just got to a point where like He's been around for so long, they just love him now. Yeah. Um, but we'll get there. So, uh, number, yeah. uh, no, I was just going to say just an intro to the list because I, I came up with it sort of mid-episode mid last time because we were talking about somebody who was on my list. Um, but it really is a, it's a different type of art to be great at both. And there's actually a lot of all-time greats who I texted about, sort of like you, like you just said, who were only really good at, at one. And it, um, it's hard to be a good babyface. I feel like it's yeah. harder to be a babyface than a heel. I would I would agree with that to an extent. It's hard to have many. It's hard to sustain as a heel. Mm. I would say it's harder to sustain, especially now because yeah. once you become cool, you're fucked. And right? Like, yeah. Oh, once you're a cool heel, that's that's kind of the result of NWO. NWOitis. Yeah. It's right. you became cool and then nice. you can't get any heat. So we're raising our hands for top three. Top Pete? three. All right, Pete, so you are our guest tonight. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, my number ten, uh, who ironically was always nicknamed the bad guy, ah. Scott Hall. I thought yep. he was pretty much the same. I think I'd say he was more of a neutral wrestler. Wrestler. Yep. He started out as a heel, obviously, but then he became a, a baby face towards the end of his WWE run. Yeah, but I think. People like them either way. Yeah. So he's that was my mention for me. Um, I thought classic coming in um, as a heel. He was the vignettes were great. He had the arrogance. Yeah. Him chasing around one two three kid after yep. he beat him as a fluke. But then, but then, almost the same character getting beloved. 
Yeah, I mean, when he had that Goldust feud, he was clearly a babyface. Right. He never really changed anything he did. He just... I mean, even when he battled HBK on the ladder, he was the babyface of that feud. Right. And, again, didn't really change anything he did, just people liked him. Yeah. But, um... And it went on to the to NWO, of course, which I guess you know he was a heel, obviously, at the beginning of that, right? Um, but um, you know the Purple Warrior, I mean, excuse me, the Purple um, Razor Ramon, Purple Trunks, Razor Ramon, Hasbro, it all goes back to yeah, Hasbro. it does, it <laughs> does, as a as a face taking on Shawn Michaels and Diesel and guys like that, right? Good stuff. I was never a big. Um, Face Scott Hall, Razor Ramon fan. Okay, I loved him. I mean, when he came mm-hmm. over to the NWO, I I loved it. I thought it was great. But I mean, he became a face by saving the one two three kid from IRS and Ted DiBiase. Yeah, after being embarrassed by yeah one the two kid, three kid like, three weeks in a row. It's like so you, you can't beat him, join him. Um, yeah, mm. and I mean his character was a was a. Cuban mob boss. Yeah, he was Scarface. <laughs> yeah, he was Scarface. Never seen the movie, pal. Yeah. Um, that's me doing Vince. Yeah. I've, I've seen Scarface, and it's a terrible movie. <laughs> Fight me. Um, wow. But, like, so, like, that's that's not a face. Like, that's, like... Yeah. Um, I mean, and again, I love Scarface. No, no, I'm I not, get what I'm you're not, saying. I'm not arguing your pick. I'm yeah. just... No, I get what you're saying. Why he didn't make my list. Um, like, I've never understood, like... I mean, I get anti-hero, but, like... Ocean's Eleven, they're a bunch of thieves. Like, they're yeah. garbage people, but we're supposed to root for them. It's right. like, this it's like the Robin Hood kind of... Yeah. yeah. Um, like, hey, yo, now I'm a bad guy. That's actually a pretty good Scott Hall. Dude, I'm an impression machine. Have you not <laughs> you really realized? Are. 38 episodes in, <laughs> I'm a machine. I'm a cheen. Um, but, I mean, I love Scott Hall. Pick up that little... I um, hanging over there a little... <laughs> I actually had a thought about Scott Hall today because I only had to go to work for 45 minutes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, would the end, I just want to throw this out there. I know we're going to get off topic for a second, but this has been burning in my brain all day. Would the NWO have been as effective if Kevin Nash debuted and brought Scott Hall in? And, no. Oh, I think, so. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I think they were equally as popular. at the, They left at the same time. They were both on the top of their game when they left. I would say... I mean, if, if anything, it proves it because they got a bigger pop when Kevin Nash came out the second week. But that first you know, promo was crucial. And you don't I know why we're here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think Nash... I mean, I love Nash. He can't promo as he good as Hall. He can't promo as Hall. Right. And I think Hall is more memorable yeah, as being the diamond stud before he became Razor. But Nash Nash. had that, this is where where the big boys play, huh? Right. That was a pretty good line. We're not here to play. I mean, that gets replayed all the time. Next week, I'm bringing the big guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm bringing a friend next week. I mean, but here's the thing. The NWO, I get was stolen. I'm going to say stolen because it was an idea in Japan. Bischoff took the idea. But he openly admits it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. But Hall made, I think, made it work. Yes. And they, it was Hall's idea with the Sting gimmick. and I mean, Hall made that whole thing work. Do you know whose idea it was to have Hall come through the crowd and not down the No. Larry Zabisco. Really? Like, make it look like you're coming from, from them. You're, 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 you're part of them. You're not work here. Right. 
come down the ramp. I like that. I mean, come down the, through the, the crowd. crowd. Yeah. There's little things like that, the WCW, which is why WWE won the war. Right. That people in WCW didn't think about. Like, yeah. Nash was talking, Nash has done like 2,000 shoot interviews now talking about this stuff. But <laughs> I love one, watching those, by the way. So I love, good. two things I love watching, the Nash ones and the Cornette ones. So, yeah. I've got a couple. Cornette's, Cornette's such a prick. So, someday we, we record and we have extra time. I gotta put one on for you. There's so many really good ones, but with Nash, it's like things would happen backstage, and people would be like, "Oh, we got to do this and this for this shot." And Nash's like, "No, you don't understand. We don't work here." And they're like, right? What? Well, like we work. We're here, invading but in the storyline. We don't work for you. And like, it that's, doesn't make sense. That's a testament to Vince. Yeah. They took right. what they learned from Vince right. and made it work there. Right. I mean, Scott Scott Hall always says. And this is a famous thing Scott Hall said in one of his shooting interviews. Um, in WCW, if you go off script, they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, okay, well, I guess we just won't use them next week or something like uh. that. But if you do something you're not supposed to do in WWE, Vince will edit it out of the show and he'll bury you because yeah. he knows how to yeah. correct those things. Right, right. Um, it's like, or also know when to go with it and realize you got lightning in a bottle. Right. And WCW didn't know how to do those things yeah. at the time. They didn't know how to react. Right. Yeah. All that being okay. said, that's a good one. Um, Strand, this is your list, so I'll go next. My number 10. You ever look into a man's eyes? Ooh. That's Jake, a good kick. The Snake Roberts. Of course. Yep. Yep. From when he debuted in. 1986 with WWE um, through 1991, which five years seemed a lot longer back then. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if I were to say to you, hey, who are the five biggest good guys from the Hulkamania era, the yeah. five biggest faces, you'd probably say Hogan, Duggan, yeah. you know, maybe Demolition, Jake, mm-hmm. Tito, you know, yeah. or Warrior, because um, Savage, I think, is known better as a heel um, <laughs> and we'll get there uh, but like Jake the Snake man yeah. and yeah. then all of a sudden yeah. got a cobra in the box yeah you didn't invite me to your wedding <laughs> and then all of a sudden trust me yeah turning on the warrior yeah and all that shit going to WCW and attacking Sting with with uh, like black vipers and shit like that mm. like when that dude turned it was a whole nother, another level of just, like, terrifying. Yeah. Yes. Honorable mention for me, I, you nailed it, because um, he could turn on a dime, too, because he just had that sort of, like... Um, I'm a snake. Yeah, that secret side to him. Yep. And you, you wanted him to be on your side because you didn't want him to be a heel and be, like, you know, what he was capable of. Right. When his mind was in a bad place. So I think it's a great one. I, I wasn't ever... A huge Jake the Snake fan, so that's why I didn't put it on my... I mean, I respect everything mm-hmm. he did, but I just... He never really... Uh, mm. I was never gravitated toward his character when I was a kid. Yeah, even so. when he faced a model in a blindfold match? Yeah, I, I, I was always a model fan. I loved Rick the Model. I liked the heels even yeah. when I didn't know what the heels were. I started When I was a kid. I, I flipped... I remember the exact moment when I flipped. Like, I, I thought Flair was cool. Cause I, I never liked Flair I had, either. I, had, I like him more now, looking I back. one. Thanks to actually the woman who was in the house earlier, Judy, her husband Al, when I was a kid, uh, gave me a tape, Capital Combat 90. It's the RoboCop, uh, the famous RoboCop show. But 
Yes. I, that was my only WCW outlet because, you know, you're a kid and you never really... Yeah, had, you like, rewatch that stuff. Show yeah, like, right. Saturday That's night. why I would go to Superstar Video right. every week and rent WrestleMania 9 for the thousandth oh, time. Had, Survivor had Series 94 or whatever. I taped. We never, yeah. we never got the WCW pay-per-views until much later, yep. but I would watch that over and over and over again. Yep. The flair and the horsemen and all the shit. But I remember the exact moment when, uh, when I just was like... It flipped, and all of a sudden, I started liking the heels. Nice yep. little hug, and then all of a sudden, someone tried to jump through a window. Okay. Right. <laughs> this is my guy. Yeah. Shawn Michaels, and that honestly, that's when I became a a heel guy. And then I was like, oh my god, Mr. Perfect's incredible. Bobby Heenan's hilarious. Like, yeah. And it just totally spun. Oh, yeah. Like, Kogan, oh, and yeah. Macho King, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but as a kid, like... I've not, I've made no bones about it on this show. I do not like snakes, but yeah. I love Jake. And somehow Damien was immune to my like yeah. aversion. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. Oh God, I thought it was great, but yeah, that's a good one. My number ten, Carl Yastrzemski. Get it out of the way early. I could be blowing up some lists. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Ooh, that's oh. You keep going. That's my number four. Okay, so you can go. I just think. Um, my number four is not. Hey. Oh, really? Oh, wow. There you go. I'm surprised he made it so far up your list. Um, you know, I just think of his iconic heel run with the Rock's $500 mm-hmm. shirt, with the corporation, um, in the title scene as both a face and heel. Yeah. Um, but then, I mean, undeniable, one of the biggest faces of all time. Yeah. With, with you know, the most electrifying man. We talked about the catchphrases and everything. Um you know, feuding with Stone Cold at the time, eight-time WWE champion. I mean, he could he could feud with Stone Cold as a heel of a corporation, but then he had all those matches with The Rock as a face. I mean, excuse me, with, with, tri- with <laughs> <laughs> yes, with Triple H, um, and um, Is that um, that's Alistair Black. I was going to say he looks uh, and, a bit and, out of shape there, and to do it in the short time frame as we've talked about, and, and sort of. Keep you being the title scene as both. I think The Rock is worthy of being in there. Yeah, I mean, I've never, been sh- I've never been shy about <laughs> hating his guts mm-hmm. for turning his back on the business mm-hmm. after such a short period of time. But I will also never deny how damn good he was. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Cedric. That's Cedric. So that's wow. we've got a on silent. We've got and they all a, have their hands up each other's asses. And that's Matt Riddle. We've got a like best of funny PWG moments and Liger, Champa, Alistair Black, Sammy Callahan, Cedric Alexander, Matt Riddle, some fat guy, Chuck Taylor, Pete Dunn, and Brian Kedrick are just shoving their thumbs up people's asses. <laughs> I it's love like a pro- caterpillar of people with their hands. In the it's a human caterpillar. I'm telling, this is the indie hokey shit. I, right. I just. I, but see, PWG gets a pass because this is all like they don't they don't take themselves like, okay. they don't try this to. It's kind like, of the shtick. Yeah. yeah, they don't be like, oh, we're going to be serious now. This is just what they do. Um, but about the, back to the rock. Um, <laughs> um, you know, he came in as a white meat baby face, mm-hmm. and here's why I think he makes a great heel. People hated him so much yeah. he changed his name. Yeah. Like that's that's undeniable. Yeah. Um you know right. and right. then the fans fell in love with him <laughs> and he fucked him. And he yeah. became the corporate champ. And just like 
That it worked. It worked so well. He could. I mean, now he's in that sacred cow area that I started to talk about for halftime. He could. He could become a heel if he came back for a long run again, though. I don't but think so. I think he's beyond. He, he could. He's so beloved. But if he did one dastardly thing. They, I think he would be would, a heel. He, he's so good at doing what he wants to do, though. There's not a babyface big enough for him to usurp. Not today. Then, not today. That, yeah. And so, like, what's he going to do? Beat up I John think the Cena? closest oh, one was CM Punk. Punk back in the day. That was the closest they, one they had. That, they booed that. Yep. They booed that. Yep. Which, thank God for fans for once getting doing <laughs> it right. Um, yeah, so... Do you have it? I mean, again, he's your four as well, Pete, but do you have any extra thoughts on The Rock? No, I think you guys pretty much said it all. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, the heel run made him, and then he freaking ran with it and became the biggest baby face in the business, or one of them at least, but. Yeah, yeah the die, Rocky, die stuff. Yeah, like die, like, to be Rocky, able to go from that die. to what he became right. is. Right, taking one you know. idiot fan sign and turning it into, like, a career, basically. Yeah, yep. So. All right. All right. Number nine. My number nine is HBK. Oh, wow. He's on a top three of yours? Uh, Greg just raised his hand, and he hates Shawn Michaels. Love it. Wow. All right. Well, and to be fair, spoiler, my least favorite is in my top three as well. So is mine. So is mine. All right. Sharing the love here. A role reversal. Wow. This is what we call an overcorrection. Yes. All right, uh, my number nine. Wow, you know, it's good to be here with everybody. There you go. I I didn't put him on, but that's a good pick. He, you know, again, you know, golden era, super heel. The only person that could, you know, match up to Hulk Hogan. Um, Just despicable, you know, shaving shaving the head of midgets so they would look like (laughs) Mr. T. Like, he was just despicable. Oh, and then foul. turning on a dime, opening the flower shop. No. Yeah. Or, I'm sorry, destroying the flower shop, feuding with Adrian Adonis. Yeah. Um, and from that point forward, he was beloved forever. Mm-hmm. You know, WrestleMania Five coming back and beating up Bruce Pritchard and Morton Downey Jr. Yes. Um, WrestleMania Eight, as we've talked about many times on the show, one of the best undercard matches of all time. Yep. Oh, there's another Brett compliment. <laughs> this is great. Um, bizarre world tonight, folks. And then, you know, WrestleMania 10, referee, WrestleMania 11, referee, WrestleMania yep. 12, the match with Goldust. Just beloved all the way through. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, his WCW run was really good. Mm-hmm. I, Piper's hard to the greats. Piper is my number six, and actually, he kind of spawned the list when we were talking about him last time. That's right. That's who it was. And uh, I... Just a couple things to add because I love them. When you, I think about um, Ric Flair inducting him into the Hall of Fame, talking about when he was a heel, and I think they went to Puerto Rico, and they had already sold out the stadium, and Flair is like basically saying, "Listen, let's calm down." They had like a public appearance or a parade or something, and he's like, "Listen, we already sold it out. Like, just take it easy." And he's like, Piper is like, "I draw money, I draw money," and he goes out there and he starts ripping on. Puerto Rico, and the place just starts basically attacking. Yeah, him. the and place where Bruiser Brody got murdered. Right, right, right. exactly. They want to act like literally kill him, and you know he's the heel in the main event of WrestleManias one and two. Yep. Um, I mean, yeah, the fact that he headlined the first two WrestleManias, right, 
It's amazing. Right. He still should have been. You clearly champion. saw how Vince viewed him. He yeah. should have been champion going into WrestleMania one. Why? What? Yeah. Why wasn't it? I mean, they didn't have a championship match at WrestleMania one anyway. Right. But Mr. T, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. But I mean, this is a common thread for many of my guys when they needed him to just put a twinge of heel in at WrestleMania eight, and he's kind of annoying in yeah. that promo talking about the bologna sandwiches, like we've talked about. And uh, oh, you're not because he put the bologna. Well, then they'll give me one piece of bologna, but that's okay. <laughs> yes, just to get under Brett's skin, just that, just enough. Um, Look so. at Pete Dunne's fucking mushroom hair. Yeah, <laughs> oh. it's amazing so. how all these guys work together again. The it's, hot Scott Roddy Piper, your number nine, my number six. Wow, Pete's unmentionables. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't put him on, but he doesn't like Roddy Piper. I again, I not not a huge Piper guy. Yeah, I, I respect him, but I just you don't. Like I was Jake, always big. Like I was always bigger into Hulk. I was I was a Hulk guy. I was a Hulkster kid back in the day. You were a Mark. I loved Brother. the under, I loved the Undertaker and the Hulkster. That's what. I, and believe it or not, I did love Bret Hart when I was a kid too. Wow, until I realized he was a scumbag piece of shit. <laughs> Come on now. We'll talk about Bret later. Yes, we will. All right, uh, you're number nine. Right, nine, yeah. number nine. Oh boy, maybe blow up mode. Um, Latino Heat, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, God, not not on my list. One. It's not even on my list. <laughs> I didn't even actually think of him. <sighs> yeah. What's wrong with me? <laughs> this is that's a great. I pick. love you, Eddie. The way I could boil it down is: How can you make somebody who lies, cheats, and steals a baby face? <laughs> you make him. You make him fall over China. Right. And he just was like the slimy. Uh, Dastardly heel, you know, mm. claiming uh, custody of Dominic and all <laughs> sorts of you know stuff in WCW before that, but then being so beloved that you can get, you know, basically a a thief gimmick over. Um, he had, of course, the one of the greatest, the greatest WWE title match in WrestleMania history against somebody I'll talk about later. That was such a uh, good goddamn match. Yeah. So um, Eddie was just such too. a such a natural that oh God, <laughs> is that AJ Styles that's Chuck Taylor baby that looks like AJ Styles Chucky e. T wow Eddie only had the one title run by the way but it was as a face basically you know they were um, the, him and Eddie uh, not excuse me him and Benoit one of the same year yep that was a that great was a, moment that was a great face run beats Brock Lesnar um, that was a good match yeah yeah and then retains so, and he was he was crazy over um, fans loved him as a person and as a face. So mm-hmm. when he when he passed away, it was it was brutal because he was about to win the title again, in my opinion. And Stephanie, was he? Stephanie yeah. McMahon basically says that, but without saying. Yeah, that. on 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 the Eddie tribute show or the second day of the tribute show, I think um, JBL. I can only do one JBL word as you all know. Mile. Um, <laughs> I guess Eddie was like. John, they're giving me the belt again. And he was supposed to win it at mm. Armageddon or whatever it was. Against Brock? No, no. Uh, Batista. Oh, Batista. That I time f- frame. I forget who, who... Somebody was getting in... Somebody had just gotten injured or something. Batista and, got hurt. Yeah. Because then they they ended up going Kurt, Ray, Randy at WrestleMania. Yeah. It's amazing how Vince hates small guys, but Eddie was able to be a good champion and Vince saw yeah. that and actually, you know... Right. Gave him the gave him the chance. Yeah, and was going to give it to and, him again. Right, and uh, 
I don't know. He just was good, man. a dastardly drug addict, but also in in goo goo gaga love with China, as we've talked about. So, I mean, whatever he did was just fantastic. Yeah. I'm such an asshole. <laughs> Look at this. Kevin Owens. Ah, they went, went assholes. That's Adam that's Cole. That's uh, Adam Cole looks more jacked there. He's tiny now. Uh, Doesn't he look like a little heavier there? A little bit. He's the he, if he looked like that, he'd be one of Vince's top guys right now. Anybody? Possibly. Yeah, I'll take him to Miller Lake. Nice. If I drank a broken skull, I'd be... Oh, yeah, these yeah, broken yeah. skulls kick your ass, man. They really do. Pete's number They're delicious, show. but... <clears throat> this burrito's delicious, but it is filling. You're number eight. My number eight is Mankind. Ah. Just not McFoley, Mankind. Mm. Mankind, I was legit scared of Mankind when he first came out. And then when he became the funny Mankind, yeah. when he did the tag teams with Steve Austin and The Rock, yeah, everyone loved him. So yeah. I, I think it was it was worth a mention. I loved it. But it's, yeah, you can't really have, you don't have to really go in depth. It's just, he was funny as a baby face, everyone loved him. And he was legit scary for a little kid as a heel. Ripping his hair out of his head, doing yeah. the boiler room vignettes. The mandible claw was... I remember I hated that move because it looked real. Right. And I always thought, like, the wrestlers I liked that would get it would, like, be legit hurt for months. Because it's like, oh, my God, we're not going to see him for a while. I got right. the mandible claw. Right. I remember when Shawn Michaels had the big title run, the long title run. Oh, my God, that match is so good. Yes, Five the minutes. match against... Yeah, against Mankind. I remember, like, I was supposed to buy it on pay-per-view. And for some reason, we couldn't get it. It's just there was something wrong with... Uh, Whatever, we couldn't order it. And, like, I was calling my cousin, like, did he win? Did Shawn Michaels win? He's like, oh, my God. He did a moonsault. It was, was it a casket match? No, it was just a... It was so, I thought there was a casket involved. Nope. No? They might have brought one out later because Undertaker... I, 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 I legit remember him doing, like, a flip over the casket. So they might have wheeled one out. They might yeah. have been wheeling one out at those time during that time because this was in the middle of Mankind Undertaker's Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, that for sure was not a But I remember that match was a big deal because Mankind was on a hot streak and everyone legit thought Michaels was going to lose the I belt to him. I think it was right after the Boiler Room Brawl Yeah, Paul Heyman. Yeah, because that was August. That was SummerSlam. Mind Games was September. Mm. Michaels had just beaten Vader. Move, you fat piece of shit! <laughs> <laughs> Mankind basically became, like, if you rooted for WWE, you rooted for Mankind. After Shabani said, oh, that'll put asses in seats. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, I don't know, he just became synonymous with the company. In he a became, he, be, he was there, Daniel Bryan, back yeah. then. Yeah. If yeah. you think about it. Yeah. He was that, the darling. Yeah. So I, I it's weird because I, I almost, I was almost old enough that I thought of it as like, this guy's more... Disturbed than than a heel, like mm. he like mentally deranged. Um, so it's funny because I thought of him. Um, I didn't end up listing him, but as all of his people, right? As uh, yeah, dude, and, love as and... dude, love was one of my favorite faces um, <laughs> in the mid nineties, and then um, Cactus, Cactus Jack, of course. So uh, you know you can't go wrong with Foley. He's one of the all time great personalities. My number eight? Yep. All three faces of Foley. No! Oh, wow! Hey! Yeah, yeah baby! No, I was waiting, because <laughs> I knew this was going to be fun to just drop on you. Yeah. Um, you know, Cactus Jack being the sadistic, evil sting killer, mm-hmm. popping out of boxes with Abdul the Butcher. <laughs> and then 
suddenly he's the hero that's going to take out Triple H. Um, that match at Madison Square Garden, and I fucking, I get so mad at Conrad Thompson. Twice in the last month, mm-hmm. he's talked about that match and not put over the fact that Triple H being terrified of Cactus Jack made it mean yeah, something. Yeah. He's got a problem with Triple H, and I don't get it. Right. Um, and he wonders why he doesn't have a job there. Right. That's probably why he buries Triple H. Um, love you, Conrad. Uh, dude love. <laughs> Steve-O! Baby! You need a partner! <laughs> I know you're thinking what I think you think I think you think I'm thinking. <laughs> dude love! And then Steve-O, baby. he just flips it and becomes uh-huh. like McMahon's corporate hitman <laughs> as dude love. <laughs> Which, if you align yourself with McMahon, they're going to hate you and you're yeah. going to be awesome. Yep. And then, like you said, Mankind, um, you know, the terrifying... I mean, there's a reason I said Mankind Undertaker is the greatest rivalry of all time. Yep. Like, yep. I can maybe count on one hand how many people have beaten The Undertaker more than once. Mankind Undertaker had so many matches, and they were all pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, Mankind, Austin, The Rock, Triple H. Mm -hmm. He worked with all the big players. And Michaels. Those are probably the only five, and maybe Lesnar. That have beaten Undertaker more than once. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not a hefty list. No. Um, and then, Rock and Sock Connection. Yes. It's Mr. Sucker! I mean, just the Rocky This Is Your Life segment. Yeah. That's, yeah. Come on, you know. Leading to, although, as much as Mr. Sucker was great, we've talked about it before, the greatest moment of that entire skit, skit was, I'll take it from here, nurse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the freaking, uh, ah! <laughs> I remember watching that live. It's uh, amazing. Classic. Uh, but yeah, so that man, whole year, that two year span, 97, 98. 99. Holy. Yes. That, that yeah, you can't beat that, man. Yeah. It was just so classic. Yeah. Yeah. They were firing on all cylinders. They really were. Yeah. That's why I think Vince Russo doesn't get the credit he deserves, man. I think a lot of that was Vince Russo, man. Mm-hmm. Pritchard, I think a lot of Pritchard it was. gives him credit where credit is due, but yeah. he also is like, hold on. Yeah, it wasn't just you him. Know, he yeah. wanted to do this, but he also wanted to do that. You well, know, yeah, but a... look at what Pritchard's done and not done. I mean, it, it, you can say that about anybody. Right. Is know? Russo working? So, I mean, no. everyone has a job. Russo's Russo got a podcast. Him. Russo has a podcast where he buries everything anybody who's ever fired him does. <laughs> That's not a good idea. <laughs> no, not, not a good business. idea. My friend, this is not, not which, good business. Which is why Bischoff had a job for three months and Pritchard got a job right. again and right. Russo didn't. Wow, I mean, that was rude. Um, by the way... Low-key, one of the greatest stables ever. Adam Cole, the Young Bucks, and Kevin Owens calling themselves Mount Rushmore. <laughs> um, Why is he wearing the Ultimate Warrior tassels? They're Young Buck tassels. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. That's so funny. Um, Strum, you're number eight. My number eight we're going to talk about later. Okay. You, you, <laughs> gave, me, you gave me the Iggy. Oh, sweet. All right, Always. good. Um, then, Pete, you're number seven. All right, my night number seven. Is uh, Triple H H H? Wow, he was. Off- I mean, I think everyone, yeah, knows him as a heel. He's known for being a heel, but when Shawn Michaels left, yeah, and he had to take over DX, I'd say that that skyrocketed him into a babyface uh, mode, and he did pretty well with it. And he's one of those guys that had a few turns, and you know, he went back and forth a few times. Not a super strong babyface, but he was effective when he was. So yeah, he was the inspiration for what was going to be hardcore halftime. I'll think of something else. Yeah, I think he just got to a point where, where he was he around had done enough. So much, I agree like, with oh, that. We love him. Yeah, 
Um, I think the the clip when DX were baby faces, what it wasn't super long. What I mean, ninety nine and not even ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Summer of ninety eight, the ladder match against The Rock by WrestleMania of ninety nine, he was a heel in the corporation. Yeah. So like, I mean, I mean, he was effective. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I, yeah. I guess I can't. I think what I was trying to do with this list was like how many people were like memorably, memorably, memorably both to me. Yeah. Yeah. The reason I put did you see that? It's a talk about the reason I put him on and I counted him as a baby was because that tank invasion of WCW yeah. was such an iconic was moment. That's great. You know, hey, you can't say it wasn't effect. He wasn't an effective no, that's baby a very face. Good point. You know, yeah. DX was super over as baby face right. for a while, and but I'll put it to you a different way. I didn't put him on my list because I'm like, if I were to put him against these guys, yeah, we can go either way. Would he stack right. He'd up? He'd be the heel in every single one of them. That's a good point. I didn't think of that. That's a good point. I'm so, so mad at myself for forgetting. I'm trying Eddie to Guerrero. justify it now. No. Someone else that you oh. made allusions to. Yeah. I'm very mad at myself for <laughs> having left them off. But that's I'm, all right. Well, I'm going to justify it eventually. That's why we have so many different opinions, so we can. That's right. We can cover them all. Yes. Uh, my number seven is in Justin's top three. Oh, oh okay. Well, thank you for checking. So uh, seven. My number seven. We just alluded to him, Kurt Angle. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, that's a and, good one. I didn't think of him. And I think... Oh, it's funny. It just came up on... Uh, Brian Alvarez was on Chris Jericho's podcast talking about the 100 moments in WWE history and talking about Kurt Angle and how he basically was supposed to be a babyface. He's a gold medal winner, you know, an Olympic hero, and he went out there and got booed. And the, they sent down the, you know, the relay to the ref to say, tell him to cut a heel promo after the match. And he he did it. This is like day one for him. Yeah. And he rode that to to be one of the all time greats, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And and then he also had runs where he was just the lovable uh, baby face. You know, him winning after nine eleven and all that type of stuff. Um, he, you know, he could play that role after he won the adoration of all the fans from being such an awesome, you know. Smarmy, arrogant heel for the first year or year and a half of his run, as we talked about in our top ten Kurt Angle moments. Right. So I think, and then of course, all much later on, like many of these guys, they they pretty much remain faces because they're just they're just too beloved at that point. But him um, doing all the stupid stuff with the the comedic stuff, trying to win affection of Vince. Yeah, oh, I love heel. that. Yeah, with the and, little hat, right? And as the, uh, he can be the psycho heel, like going against Eddie, as we talked about earlier. Um, like you're a drug addict and you're a disgrace to a, the championship in America. Um, he could, whichever way you set him in the direction of, he could do it. Yeah, is that Shinsuke and Kevin Owens? <laughs> yeah, oh, Ring wow. of Honor. Nice. Shinsuke, Shinsuke was in Ring of Honor. Well, because of New Japan. He had a bunch of cross promotions with New Japan. Wow. So yeah, not a lot, but he was. Like, why can't we get this kind of stuff in WWE? Like, clearly they've done it before. Like, they can't. Why can't they just These do it? These two are probably fine. They do it on the episodes you don't watch. I call Vince. I'm like, he's not watching this week. Give me Shinsuke Owens. And he's like, you they got should be, it They should be doing this on the pay-per-views, man. 
Yeah. Um, I'm trying to justify for getting to put Kurt on my list. <laughs> Again, yeah, I mean... It is only so many... I, I liked Kurt better as a heel myself. That's probably why I didn't put him on. I, you know what? I'm going to say he's in that Triple H category with for me. They just loved him so much. Yeah. Yeah. He was a very good heel. Even he when he just first came out. And we, he was a scum. He was great. Like how, and everyone always talks about how they've never seen anyone pick it up as fast as he right. did. But he I was love great. him trying to steal Stephanie from Triple H <laughs> and play the good guy at the same time. <laughs> He is like sneaky, one of the all-time greats. Yeah, he like, is. When when you say like all-time greats, people say, "Oh, you know, Hogan and Savage and and Michaels and everybody," and then and and even Jericho at this point. But now, like that underbelly of like Angle is bumping right up against them. Like when I think of the all-time greats, the three names I think of first are Michaels, Angle, and Jericho. Mm. Wow, really? Wow. You put Jericho that high? Yeah. So, my brother and I argue about this all the time. He's like, the greatest of all time are Austin, Rock, Cena, and Hogan. No. Look how much money they made. I'm no, like, listen. I don't... Austin... Austin... And that's why... This... Austin I put up there. I don't put The Rock... I... This is why this show I so watched Raw because of the because of Austin, not because of The Rock. Rock was a bonus. Jerry and I argue you know? about this all the time because Jerry loves The Rock. Yeah. The Rock, while funny, none of his promos made me want to watch him wrestle. Right, right. But Austin... Austin yeah. was great. I'm gonna step in that ring. I'm gonna and you know what? Stop a mud hole and if, kick if, your tits off. If we had the Austin, <laughs> if we had the Stone, <laughs> kick your tits off. <laughs> if, we right. had, if we had the stunning Steve Austin move set with Stone Cold Steve Austin's attitude, because what a what a wow. different wrestler he was as stunning Steve Austin. Um, if we got the Hollywood Blondes in WWF in nineteen, unbelievable, unbelievable. Get your pen ready. And he had a nice, <laughs> a nice fucking set of hair. He, he did. did. Austin he was did. a pretty boy back he, in the day. Uh, there's a reason they. There's a reason they called me stunning son. Yep. yep. What? Um. But yeah, I mean, because I always just look at the work rate and the matches I remember. How, honestly, and oh, this is this is the women's, top ten women's wrestlers argument all over again. Mm-hmm. How many rock matches are memorable? do you remember? No, I don't, not many. I don't even think the, I think the Austin rock matches were overrated as well. And I think of those as Austin matches. They are Austin yeah. matches. Which is like, that's me being a dick, but at the same time, it's like, that's an Austin match. You know. Um, I can name... 10 Jericho matches that I love. Sure. Yeah. I can name 35 HBK matches that I love. Yep. Hell, I would put Brett... Oh, you gotta man. put Brett. Brett was awesome. Come on. He really was. He was awesome. Yeah. I don't think we like Brett as a person, but as a superstar, oh, as a wrestler, I mean, he, my favorite heel might be Bret Hart when he was on that run. That well, was amazing. We'll get there. You know? yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. Um, but where are we? Right, number six. I just finished my number seven. So right. Pete's number, Pete's six. number so six. So speaking of Jericho, my number six is Christopher Jericho. Oh, no, 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 no. He's my number five. Oh, oh, you're number five. Okay. And he was the he was one of my. Did they become I, beloved? Okay. Now, so I think. So I disagree with the did he become beloved because he was such a baby face when he came to WWE, even though he came. He came in. He as came a, in as a heel, but he was so like, yeah. Maybe I say I was going to use the word beloved, so yeah. I think I'm proving your point. I feel actually. like his shit was so over and doing yeah. all the heel stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Like, people were so ready for it. Right. They were just like we're they just they they, they welcomed him with I open arms. I feel like his his face <laughs> stuff <laughs> yeah. was too much shtick and like just like try hard. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, try yeah. hard starring Chris Irvine. 
Um, try hard with a vengeance. It's when he, <laughs> the second time he turned face. But nice. is that David Ortiz? <laughs> nice. I think that's cheeseburger. Please really? continue, though. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I proved, even though I was going to disagree with your point, I think, speaking out loud, I proved your point. So, again, I mean, excellent heel. He was a babyface. He was over as a babyface. But like you said, did it, it might have just been one of those organic things. Like, he was so good as a heel that you had to love him. You couldn't right. hate him. Which is why, I mean, if, does, is this guy on anybody's list? No. The 16 time? He's another one. It's yeah. just like, yeah. was he a good face? Right. Or did he just like... I thought you were doing we, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if it's just Jeff Jarrett, he's on That's my number one. But like, Flair is not a good face. No. He's no. just so good that people are like, oh, we love him right. now. The reason so, I put him on, though, was because I thought about, okay, if this guy was a baby face, did he ever feel awkward to me as a baby face? So Jericho never right. felt awkward. Right. The Miz feels awkward to me as a yes. baby face. Yeah. If Brock Lesnar were ever to go babyface, he would feel awkward as a babyface. Like, so I never felt like it was weird to me. Right. So that's why I kept him on my list. I can understand that. I'll tell you why he stayed on my list. So he's my number five. I think it's because his face run or runs came midway through his career. When he won the Universal title, um, and then he was making fun of Stephanie and all that yep. kind of stuff. Yep. And uh, so they were like sort of peak in terms of the prime of his career. But, to the other point, his most memorable runs are the Cruiserweight Jericho look, you know, at the Library of Congress and trashing everybody walking down the the ramp for the Cruiserweight Battle Royal. Yep. Him coming back in the suit and tie. He claims he, everyone copied him after that. Him now. Yep. Uh, him with the Kevin list. Owens. The list. The best friends. Right. So, like, his heel work Always been his face work, right. but but he had that key when he run. Punched Rebecca Michaels in the face. Oh, oh no, my God. that was fantastic! Hey. One of the best feuds of all time. I wish I was watching at that time. That must have made headlines. It was oh. So good. Yeah. And she, I'm sorry to end again. We get off topic. I'm so good at that. She told him he hit like a girl, right? Yeah. Like next time, how about you hit me like a man or something? Yeah. Like, that. like she gave and yeah. She dispelled the whole Michaels, thing Michaels was. Oh, I'll yeah. bet. I'm sure he was. And, and and Jericho says he's like he felt like shit. Like he right. obviously didn't mean to do it, and he doesn't blame Michaels for being pissed. Well, it's and, that rule. Like a lot of the wrestlers that trust each other, like hit me as hard as you can. Yeah, yeah. Don't puff up my eyes. Don't right. break my yeah. teeth. It'll right, be right. good. Like right. And she goes in to take one punch, and he nails her right in the, <laughs> in the lip, and she's like this. He broke a tooth, I think. Right? Oh, really? I, I, I do know him that. and Jericho get along now? I think so. He's been on his podcast, I would imagine. I think, so. I'm sure. I think. Well, he's banned now, of course, but um, hashtag banned. But I think they get along. Uh, Jericho think, has nothing but praise for him. Yeah, he so. always says that his favorite feud and run was against Shawn Michaels. Yep. So, yep, yep, yep. Who's this guy? Some is this prime time? No, I don't know who that is. My number six um, is one half. Of the Mega Powers. Oh, yep, that's my number five, so go for it. Oh, my number three. Wow, you're number half three. Of Mega Powers is your number three? Yep. Wow, okay. I'm surprised. All yeah. right, well, then we will get back to that late tray. And Strem's number six. My number six, we already covered. It was Rowdy Roddy Piper. All right. Well,. It's time for a hardcore halftime. Yeah. We didn't really plan that out well. Um, 
Yeah, my hardcore halftime got a... Uh, yeah, I think we kind of blew it up. There's but still some more, though, I think, that we haven't... Yeah, a couple of guys that you think, you know, were they really heels or were they beloved? I mean, were they really faces or did they just become beloved? Yeah. Would Could you put The Undertaker in that? I was just thinking the same thing. Right. Um, I mean, really, his early face run wasn't that big of a deal. Right. They're just like, they love him now. And, you know, a lot of the guys that come back now, it's like, wait, wasn't he? A but again, they love him because he's been around for so long. Right. It so really... He's not a good face. No, he's a um, terrible face, I think, actually. But yeah, Flair, I think, is the perfect example. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Flair not, is They tried to turn him face. He sucked. You know who else sucked as a face? Lex Luger. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> or going the other way. Sting couldn't be a heel. No, you know, no, it, you know, these are these Sting, are huge names. Joker, Sting, and TNA. Oh right, my right. god, that was bad. How about um, how about a guy that should have been a heel but was only ever a face? Fucking Goldberg. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, he, how about Ziggler? He's they, a terrible face. They've tried so many times. I just think Ziggler is not a good wrestler. I, I'm sorry. He's a good. I'm sorry, I should rephrase it. He's a great wrestler, right. but he's not good at promos or building a story or making himself... So ma- he's not... Making you feel like he's got person. He has no personality. He has a great move set. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. I just, I don't, I don't know. He, and whenever when everyone compares him to Shawn Michaels, he doesn't hold a candle to Shawn Michaels. No, that's... Um, he's more Marty Jannetty than Shawn Michaels. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people like that that were just stuck one way or the other, even though they tried. Batista, Cena, uh, See, or I even thought, Orton. I thought Batista was believable as a good guy. Yeah, See, Cena started out as a heel, right? Right. Yeah, he that's when he was most popular. I, I mean, in terms when of he was the, the rapper guy, hardcore right. fans. Yep. Yeah, people. That's when people liked him. Yeah. How about uh, you said you just said somebody, and then you moved Randy on. Orton. Randy Orton is not, not a good face. Not a good face. He, um, that's one that I, I would th- say is is awkward like The Miz when he's not what he should how be. about uh, the Universal Champion? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Agreed. He's such a good chicken shit heel. Now, the Shield were good faces together. Because you could have different personalities play off of right. each other. Like, Moxley was still kind of a heel even when they were baby faces. Well, he was in prison, so... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's Steve-O now? I don't know what that was. <laughs> Steve-O Moxley. I don't know what that was. Oh, classic. classic. <laughs> I'm a millionaire and have a hot Canadian wife. I was in prison. I know. I mean, again, I don't get the... I don't... I don't get the prison stuff. Like, As get, I've been saying a lot you, lately. You make seven figures, you get to hang out at backstage and then right. wrestle for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And have a hot Canadian okay, wife. Okay, the travel sucks, yeah. but... Jonathan you know Moxley, which I know isn't your real name. Jonathan Moxley. I cordially invite you to eat a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've been saying that yes. a lot lately. Instead of just saying eat a dick, I was like, let me make it more polite. Cordially. I cordially invite yes, you I like to that. eat a dick. I'm sorry to trail off, but Cesaro has such a good look. Why is he not an IC champ? Because... He's got the look, Because dude. they teamed up with Sheamus, and for that reason, you hate him. So I we, hate Sheamus. I know you do. So oh. what we're what we've got on the screen right now, as we normally do have some wrestling going on, this is Ring of Honor, the Briscoe Brothers against the that Kings, was Ricochet for a against second. the Kings of Wrestling, Claudio, Antonio Cesaro, Castignoli, and Chris Cassius Ono Hero. Wow, Cat's Cassius Ono? He's yeah. like ripped there. Oh yeah. Holy um, shit, what happened to him? 
he decided to change his look because there was too many muscle heads. And he just put on weight instead. So you just... That, oh, you know what? That's why I gained weight. <laughs> yes. And in their corner is the original queen of wrestling, Sarah Del Rey, a.k.a. Sarah Amato, oh. the woman responsible for all of the excellent talent you see coming out of the women's division in NXT right now. Okay. So when Ronda Rousey and the lady from Ninja Warrior are getting matches, and Sarah's not, you know why I'm pissed. Yes. She's amazing. Former one half of the Ring of Honor intergender tag team champions of the world. (laughs) Um, Number five. We got off track there. Pete, number five. All right. My number five is going to blow up Strem's list. So it's actually your list, maybe. No, Strem's. Strem. He's in Strem's. So we'll talk about him later on. All right. My number five. I'm going to do my my best Tony Chimmel. He is... The Rated R Superstar! Just how you were ashamed of not adding Guerrero, I'm ashamed of not adding Edge. Yeah. Yeah. So, originally I was like, was he just a good heel? But no, all that comedy shit um, was Him and Christian with the five second pose and the, oh yeah. Um, You know, and then when he came back from his Achilles tear, like they loved him. And And he was a great heel as a champion. He was champion... All I remember is during those SmackDown years where, like, right. him and uh, Cena were few. He was yeah, always the champion. Time. That's yeah. a good, that's you know? a good yeah, 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 it's really no, good. I actually, yeah, yeah. Um, I I love Edge. He's so he was so good. I hope and, he comes back. I hope those rumors are true. Right. Which mm. I have a Patriots fifth quarter for us. There we go. On. Wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, I just I I love Edge. He's so good. Just. Because he was despicable as a heel. Yeah. And then, on a dime, he could make you love him. Yeah. He was despicable. Yep. Marionette Vicky Guerrero for title shots. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, nailing... Uh, he stole somebody's real-life girlfriend! <laughs> yeah, nailing her in the middle of the ring. As oh, a, as a WWE sex, title. Sex celebration. Yeah. A live sex important. celebration. Like, what would make you more of a heel than that? And um, that's a great one. It was a blind spot for me. I missed it. I do, uh, and when I think of him, I think of of his heel days. But um, like you said, he had many many face moments as well. Absolutely, positively, absolutely positively. My number five. We talked about Chris Jericho. All right, we are in Horseman Country now. Top four. Number four, Horseman. Oh boy, have you ever come in number four? Yeah. Was it Dwayne? Yes. All right, yeah, we go. Yep, back. it was Dwayne. Which is also my number four. How did you remember? That's a good memory. I've got a great Yeah, that's pretty impressive, brother. actually. Yeah. I'm turned Sorry on. Sorry to blow up the number four so early. That's all right. Ten. My number four is Daniel Bryan. Oh, another one I, I freaking and, forgot about. And what I summed it up with two words, yes and no. Yep. And... Um, but I more, thought your second word was going to be fickle. <laughs> fickle. So when you think of his his uh, heel run coming up with um, Kane and right and, and and taunting the crowd with no and doing the you know the, the no good right sign, um, and then to the point where he became a face like we haven't seen in in quite some time when when he basically. Changed the ending to WrestleMania because he got so over and he had the the Raw takeover right. with the fans. Then, after this 
you know, the heartache and he's he's got the concussions and right. he's gonna come back with this full head of steam as the most over face you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. They immediately turn him heel mm-hmm. and it worked like crazy with the hemp title <laughs> and him looking down on all the fans and cutting a promo on a burger at WrestleMania. My throwing on the ground. My favorite that was must see must see TV for me for that whole run. Mm-hmm. So good. And I'm sorry, I'm going to say it, I'm going to probably upset people. He made Kofi Kingston, and Kofi Kingston could not hold up to it after he got that belt. Absolutely right. I think, I think the, um, the wrestlers, or the current superstars, appreciate, Superstar! the, they appreciate the run that Kofi had. They really love him. Yeah. Um, but I think... They respect him. Yeah, but I don't know if you saw all the tweets about it after he lost. It sounded like a eulogy. Like, basically, he's never going to get the title back. And he shouldn't. Right, and I agree with that, but you know? I mean, it, it served his purpose. But, right. But, um, Brian um, will get the title again. Oh, yeah. Especially and, now, if you look at the roster, like we talked about the draft, mm-hmm. he's definitely he's definitely one of the top guys. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's no competition there. Right. And he could go whichever way they need him, mm-hmm. he can do it, because he Although, did, I like him as a heel better. He was the heel in, uh, yeah. when he choked out Josh Matthews in... Uh, was it? No, it was Justin Roberts. With Justin Roberts, yep. Yeah. And uh, as part of Nexus or whatever it was, and now, uh, you know, to being super over babyface, yeah. forcing himself into the main event with, with uh, Triple H and mm-hmm. uh, Batista, right? I like how he's been used. Yeah. He's not on every week, but you know he's there. Mm-hmm. They don't overuse him like a lot of the wrestlers today. I, I feel like even AEW's been doing this, where they're over... Exposing their talent, yeah. where I think less is more with with these guys sometimes. Like you see Roman and Seth fight almost twice a night sometimes. Right, right. It's too much. Right. Daniel Bryan is more like in that upper echelon where he's more calling the shots of what he wants to do now. Right. And I think he's just having fun being able to wrestle again. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, you can't the WrestleMania thirty. Yeah. Biggest baby face. The whole play. I mean, I mean, that was a classic. When was the last time we got that? Yeah. How, how long it had it been since it we tried something like it that? It transcended wrestling. Punk. People have, yeah, Punk. Punk was pretty big. But he never had a WrestleMania moment. And people were. Because Dwayne needed to come back and plug <laughs> Fast and the Furious. And have a horrible match with Cena twice. We talk about family. <laughs> Although, I want to see Hobbs and Shaw. I heard that was good. Paul Walker. We're going to talk family. <laughs> oh, boy. He Paul Walker. Dick. Paul Walker, you say. Dead. Mm. Vin Diesel, I cordially invite you to get a dick. Anyway, wow. that's my number four. We got Excellent way pick. off topic there. <laughs> Excellent pick, Justin Scrump. really was. We have breaking news. Really? Breaking news. <laughs> Eric Bischoff is all news elite. breaks, we break it. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is straight from WWE Now. Featuring Mackenzie Mitchell. I don't know who that is. What the fuck is that? She sounds hot. Seth Rollins is officially out as team captain for Team Hogan at the Ooh. Crown Jewel due to his False Count Anywhere match with The Fiends. So it'll oh, only okay. work once. Uh, replacement captain has not been named. This leads Team Hogan currently having Rusev and Ricochet with three spots left to fill. <laughs> while Team Flair has Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, King Baron Corbin, and the Intercontinental Champion Shinsuke 
Nakamura. You know, I think they dropped the ball with Hogan's team. I would have loved if Hogan just picked all African American wrestlers <laughs> to represent Team Hogan. New Day. <laughs> finish the yes. three spots. Oh, the New Day and so Cedric much. Alexander and oh, he's got uh, and he kicks Rusev out. And yes, our truth. Sorry, brother. Nothing personal. Uh, I just yeah. gotta give back. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Nakamura, there's a tweet you... from a black person who likes me. <laughs> Nakamura will be defending the Intercontinental title against Roman Reigns on SmackDown this Friday. Uh, we'll wow. Wow. Well, that means Rudd Nakamura is going to lose. Yep. And Roman and the authors of Pain have officially joined the Raw roster after negotiating oh. with both the USA Network and Fox officials. You know what? I like, I like the new great. direction they've been taking. Yes. I hope it continues. And also, it. we will be seeing a multi-team match announced for SmackDown. Um, this this will be tomorrow by the time you hear this a week ago. Um, <laughs> it's an eight. We're up tag. to date, folks. Big E and Xavier Woods will team up with Heavy Machinery to take on Robert Roode, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, and the only tag team to be Raw and NXT tag oh. team champions. All fists, no flips. John's favorite porno. The, the dad bods. Um, Hashtag dad, dad bods. My favorite. I was laughing my tail off when you sent me that link to, from Otis. Check it out, Mandy's oh my cover. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Now, those guys have actually been able to get over. They're they like, suck, but they're, fat they're total cool. Attitude Era guys. Though. They're like, they would cool. They would have worked well in the Attitude Era because you need people like that. That's comedic relief. And they... That shtick won't get old. I'm telling you. I'm already sick of them doing this. They're shit kind of they they have a little bit of the everyman to them. Yeah. Like, so they they're going to be popular for a while. Yep. There's no everyman with me when it comes to having machinery. Yes. <laughs> I hope you get fat one day. Just wake up, you fucking eight hundred <laughs> pounds. The opposite of thinner. Yeah. You're just like one of those people that's so fat you can only move. I lost your, my your shoulders with the rag. I want to stick. Yeah, oh. just like you're on the top of a volcano of yourself. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> Trembly texted me when he was away at uh, his that wedding he went to in California. Mm. He texted me because some guy approached me and said, "You better lose some weight, or you're gonna have a stroke." <laughs> some somebody unsolicited walked up to him and said, "Some old guy just came up and was like, you gotta lose some oh, weight, man. or you're gonna have a stroke.'" I can't wait to be old and just say whatever I want. <laughs> What's the official wedding countdown? I think we got a month of that. Is today, wait, is today the 16th? 17th. 17th. All right, so it was actually yesterday, a month yesterday. Yes. So yep. it's November 16th. And next week's the bachelor party. That's right. Yeah. Woo. It doesn't matter how you get there. Well, just let me think. There. So if I take Ashley's car, <laughs> I have... This. Hold on, folks. This oh, is riveting no, radio. No, no. We'll, we'll take me, Strem... Trembly kill go. I think Where we can fit you top? in there too. Oh, Ooh, wow. So we'll listen to the ten count podcast on the way up. We should. I think that'd be great. Kill go will probably try to talk over it, but we'll yeah. tell him to shut up. Yeah. I got the shut up we millionaire. Can to, we can listen to the latest. Yeah, he should he should be getting us a limo to get the freaking mm-hmm. We'll be able to listen to the latest something to wrestle with. As a Patreon uh, subscriber, I'll have it early. Nice. There we go. There you go. We got options. Back to business. Number three. Number three. Uh my number three. Surprising to some, but you have to put him in there. Uh, Brett, the Hitman Heart. My number two. All right. He was my number eight, actually. Wow. 
I mean, my favorite heel run might be Brett's heel run when he had the Hard Foundation. Yeah. Yeah. I just loved the Raws back then anyway. When he was feuding with Stone Cold into the HBK feud, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. And then, you know, you, everyone knows him as a babyface. Right. You can't argue it. Brett could do it all. He was very good at it. Um, he's kind of a kook now, but um, he had a, he made a lot of freaking memorable moments, man, back in our childhood. You can't he, deny it. No, absolutely not. That's why he's my number two. Yep. I mean... He was the face of the new generation. Right. Um, and then... Still drinking this. 97, yeah. he was just... Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, on fire. Yeah. Absolutely. Which is why he got a $3 million contract taste at WCW. To get kicked in the and head by Goldberg. Fucking Goldberg. Don't forget his inaugural run with WWE was as a heel. Mm-hmm. That's right. And he with, was... Uh, Jim, right? With Jim the Anvil? Yeah. And yeah. he was the runner-up in the uh, WrestleMania... Four Battle Royal? Yep. With uh, Bad News Brown when they That's were right. both heels. Um, you know, of course, a heel run. When he was like a heel in most countries, but not Canada, which was um, I mean, incredibly again, unique. How does that even... You can't make that happen. Yeah, right. That just happens Wayne organically. Right. Amazing. Like, oh, amazing. Amazing, amazing. Can I, just, can I say fuck Bret Hart? I mean, oh, yeah, you, you can say it. You okay, can so say it. I haven't said it in a while, so... But no, he's my number two. Mm. I mean, that's, yeah, that's saying something between the two of us having them up that high. One of the most over hottest tag teams, yep. face and heel of all time. Yes, yeah. Um, from 91, after they split, until 96. Mm-hmm. One of the most over baby faces of all time. Yeah. And then 97, until he, uh, he and Vince agreed that he would not tap out to the sharpshooter <laughs> and leave. He was the biggest <laughs> heel they had. It's a goddamn now, work. Who, it was a work, bro. Who told us he told Nash that it was a work? I did. Where did you hear that? I've heard it 11 different places, but I read an article, X-Pac claims yeah. Brett said to him it was a work. Right. And X-Pac told Nash. Right. So, why would, I mean, why would he make something up like that? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's gotta be a work, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's uh, that's our like fiftieth golden episode. We'll have to yeah, we to. yeah so, we, we that's gonna be an epic one. Uh, we'll it's either gonna out. flop real bad or it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's a goddamn work. So um, John will just say it's a work, bro. Over and over and over. <laughs> it's a work, bro. If John yes. ever uh, decides to come do this podcast, again. <laughs> well, you've got twenty nine days before Caitlin never lets him out of the house. Again. <laughs> there, there's two reasons why. He wasn't higher on my list. One of them is that even in his greatest heel run, he was still a face in certain areas. Like okay, I, I can give you that. So, um, and then maybe this is unfair because this is part of creative, but him doing basically nothing in WCW um, in terms of you know memorable runs that's that's got to be partly on him. You got to partly what whatever. Deck they or whatever hand they deal you, you, if you're that great as a face or a heel, you get it over. Right. And yeah, that's, I don't blame Creator for that. I think after, and again, don't get me wrong, I don't blame him. After uh, OJH had his accident, Brett just stopped caring about wrestling. Uh-huh. I, really, I really believe that. Yeah, I think I think you're probably right. And I, I, I don't think. I don't blame one. No, Danny you I can't. Own. I mean, right, right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. You, 
How do you even go on at that point? I mean, you, there's no way to not have animosity. And the fact that he's buried the hatchet with them, and right. yeah. that takes right. a big person, you know? Yeah. Either way, either way, still, well, you know, like, that's pretty... I mean, it takes a long... Sometimes it takes a long time to get over something like that, right? right. This, this is your brother. I mean, I remember... And, sorry, go ahead. Keep, finish no, no, your no, thoughts. Just like, thought. he's just... It, some people have a hard time forgiving and letting go and stuff. Right. So I think, it, you know... He naturally, a part of him still or will always resent it, um, but I think he's at some level of peace with it. I remember reading when he had a stroke. Vince was one of the first people to be sitting by his bed. Really? Hey, pal. That's what I think. Either he either called him or he went there. I don't remember the he exact was, specifics. He was the first to call. Okay, that makes a little more sense. But I, I, I mean, that he just would be that's, allowed in the... yeah, that says something though. Like you know, yeah, like nice. yeah. I think Vince is a really good person from the stuff I've heard, like, where he gives people a second chance. Yeah. Second chance? Third, fourth, fifth, sixth yeah. chances at times. And I, I mean, mean he's a, think about the stuff he's done for people that we don't know. Like, I didn't know that he paid for Scott Hall's rehabs all the time. And, so ever you know, since, ever since um, He Who Shall Not Be Named did what he did, Vince has been paying anyone who's ever been in the business... He's been paying for them to go. He's been he's offered to pay for them to go to rehab if they. And they want. still talk shit about him. Yeah, and sue him for concussions, mm-hmm. even if they only ever worked in, you know, right. CZW. Right. I mean, right. Which is different than the uh, reaction he had when he slapped the clipboard out of the guy's hand in what 1999 or 2001, whatever mm. it was, on 2020 or what I forget what it was. Oh Costas, yeah, right? that's yeah. right. Right, Costas. Yeah. yeah, I think that was a work too. <laughs> I think that was a fucking work. Bob Costas, you're what, working. Because they right did there. that 30 for 30. They both were on it. I think it was all bullshit. What you got right here... Um, it was a man getting hung. ...is the debut of The Age of the Fall. This is Macho Man so versus Crush. That's one of the Briscoes. Uh, that's Jimmy Jacobs, the Necro Butcher. Is that Luke Lacey. Harper? No, that's the Necro Butcher. Oh, That's Luke the Harper, lovely okay. Lacey. And um, Tyler Black, a.k.a. Wow. Seth Rollins. This is the debut of the Age of the Fall, and Jimmy wow. Jacobs is a sick motherfucker. Oh yeah, Jimmy yeah. Jacobs, man, he's uh, he was pretty cool yeah. back in the day. Um, he's a sick the man who created the list of Jericho. That's right. Wow. And you'll see as this promo goes on why he's a sick fuck. Yeah. Um, but my number three is the most despicable tag team in the history of ECW. Ooh. The Dudley. I like it. I like it. I like that. They, I like that you put a tag team a in there. One. Right? They literally, if you cause riots... Is that my wife in the ring with Jimmy Jacobs? <laughs> they they caused riots. If you can get a guy... That's blood dripping from Mark Briscoe, by the way. Holy Yeah, he's frig. a sick fuck. This um, Ring of Honor? Yes. Wow, Ring of Honor's cool. If you can get a guy... To jump down from the second floor balcony of a building to try to get to you and beat you up, you're an effective heel. Yeah. Um, Those guys were good. I mean, they were shit heels in WWE. Well, no, they weren't shit heels in WWE. Powerbombing Mae Young off the stage Uh. through a table Uh. and then becoming the most beloved tag team ever. Yep. Like, this goes to show how despicable people that watch wrestling are. Their WCW stuff. Amen. Their ECW stuff, excuse me, was. Art. Yes. Literally starting fights with the crowd. 
You're not, and they had Joel Gertner with them. I'm not on Survivor. I'm not on Big Brother. When I'm not with your sister, I'm on top of your mother. Gertner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay, that's. I'll keep it short and sweet. Don't yeah, remind that's me. a they great pick. Great. They were great. They could There's been some that. picks you guys have had that I'm like, oh shit, why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of that? So it's a good one. Yeah. My number three, we've alluded to him earlier, it is the Macho Man. Ooh, yep. Randy Savage. My number five, I mean, and uh, he had to be on it. Was he on your list, Chris? My six. Yeah, I mean, he had to be on everybody's list. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh, Macho King, I mean, what, what can you say? Right. You so, know? Amazing. Going back even further, yeah, to his first run when he was like super protective and jealous. Oh of yeah, that was great. Feuding with George Animal Steel yep. and yeah. and Ricky Ooh. Steamboat. Yep. And then he becomes. I'm gonna watch I Macho Man that, matches. That tonight. was WrestleMania three when he was like being the psycho Elizabeth, you know, protective person. WrestleMania four, he's so over. As a face that they give him the title. Yep. And then he goes he goes on the Mega Powers run. Right. Then turns on Hogan. Amazing. And yep. is the heel for that in WrestleMania five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then goes on his Macho King run, discards Elizabeth. Gets is, sensational Sherry, which sensational, is a big downgrade by oh, the way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But he's got he's got the scepter. And he's hitting Ultimate Warrior in the head. In looks. In looks. Yes, yes. In every other measurable... Because Chris was giving you the stank face. Right. Like, the money ball and we were talking sabermetrics, right. Elizabeth would uh, fall far behind right. Sherry. Yes. Right. She's not getting on base as much as Sherry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet and you Sherry let Macho Man bang her in the uh, rear, though. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you Elizabeth but, never did hey, that. Macho Man was not loyal. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> at, least, at least for three or four years. <laughs> so, and then to round it out, when uh, Sherry slaps him at the end of WrestleMania 7, the re- retirement match, yeah. Elizabeth runs in the ring, the crowd literally in tears, Woo! and Macho Man is a face like that again. Modern this, day love story, Strim. He could do it on the drop of a dime, and yep. he did it in WCW. He, um, I really struggled with the positioning of, by the way, four through one. So Daniel Bryan, yep, I moved these people around. The only thing I didn't move, Mm -hmm. my heart was two and one. Was one and two. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think your two might be my one. I think we have them reversed. Yes, I think so. My number clearly one of yours didn't make my list. Yeah, what do you mean? Because we already said my number two is Brett. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, Yeah, I'm sorry. Yep, yep, yep. Um, is that is that thing in front of you? Yeah. That's on your list. No, no, the other thing. Oh, he's on my list. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. yeah. So I was, is, yeah. Your yeah. two is my one. Right, I was, I was going to put him two, but then I thought about the money he made for the company. Okay. So yeah. I was like, all right, he's got to get one, I think. So that's my number three. Macho one three. thing I feel like Macho Man doesn't get enough credit for Being is his bigger. facial expressions. Yeah. He... Doesn't translate to podcast, but we're all making facial expressions. Yeah, like just, no just that paranoid, <laughs> that the eyes bulging, looking around, dazed and confused, Bit looking for the crowd's uh, affirmation, uh-huh. acceptance. He was so good at telling a story just with his face, without speaking. Yeah. And I don't think people it. really uh, talk about that as much, you know? Uh, listen, I'm the Macho Man Randy Savage. And I'm the World Wrestling Federation champion, and you're not. Wow! <laughs> Think about that. I just yeah. got a boner. Brilliant. <laughs> just. But, 
By the way, I think we can now talk about... Yeah, because we're safe now. Um, good friend of the show, Maddie McAhern. Is that how you say the last name? McEachern. McEachern. Close enough. I've never pronounced it. I just call him Matt Dog. He knows Maddie who he Mac. is. Matty Mac sent in some, uh, some of his picks. The Rock, Savage, Jericho, Bret Hart off the top of my head. Well, it's so, the, they were on yeah, all our lists. Yes, so. absolutely. All four of those are on my list. Matt is not wrong. He's, He's not, not wrong. And shout out, by the way, to wrestling fan, rest in peace, my Nana James. Yes. Bankley. Oh, God, my beer's empty, but yes. raise hey, a glass to Raise a glass to her, baby. Memory yeah, be forever eternal. Yes, as the, or, as the Orthodox, the 66% of Orthodox <laughs> yes. say. We say, may your memory be eternal. I like right. that better than rest in peace, by the it, way. I'm yes. taking that. Hey, you can have it, brother. Yeah, I think it's more respectful. It is. Which, Just yeah. remember, 40 days from now, you have to say it again. Yes. Because that's how we do yes. things. Okay. That's when her I'm spirit her, leaves the earth and, Interesting. and yes. goes to heaven. That's, that's a very interesting. Yes. Okay. We do a kanahita. Yes. Okay. Interesting. Sorry for the religion talk. For <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I don't I, 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 so your two is my one. I know that for a fact. My, yep. And I don't know what order you fall under. So so I don't have uh, this man on my list. Okay. Okay. So Pete's number one. Yep. So your number is your your number two. We can go to his number two. Is that your his two one? is my one? Sorry, okay. folks. So I'll um, let you announce it. Then okay, I'll skip over my you number have two. two and one still to go, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. So let Strem go first. Yeah, so your number two. My number two is Hulk Hogan. What the fuck? Oh, wait, that's one! You hit me, Strem. Okay. Well then. I was like, I shouldn't say mine because that's his number one. You're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Hulk Hogan is my number two. I thought for sure. Wow. Wait a minute. Do you know what that means? Old, old googly eyes is his number one. Yeah. I never thought in a million times. <laughs> I'll tell you what. We'll do my number one first then. That's no, you say, okay. No, 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 we don't want to spoil it. All right. My number two is Hulk Hogan. <laughs> well then. <laughs> Jesus, tap dance in Christ. Oh, my God. Hulk Hogan's my number one, obviously. Um, <laughs> let's just have a general discussion about the Hulkster. Though. Well, I mean, Hulkamania... The biggest biggest babyface run ever. And Hollywood Hogan rejuvenated wrestling, rejuvenated Hulk's career, and it made millions of dollars and almost put the WWF out of business. What can you say about it? Yeah. That's... Yeah. <laughs> and Strem killed your choice. You worked so Unknowingly, hard. which was the best part. We worked so hard to not blow up lists on <laughs> that was show. That was my favorite moment on this podcast. I was like, no, no, I won't say my number two because it's your number one. Thought, I'll let you say it. And Trump's like, I yeah, thought, yeah, good idea. My number two is your <laughs> So not, not to blow it up, but I thought... Uh, it was the other person on. Yeah, the I, I had a feeling after you said. <laughs> well, it, when I, I said it's that it. thing in front of you, yeah. you're number one, and it's not on my list. <laughs> and then he even re- reiterated it. Right. He's like, "Oh, what you're drinking is your number one." I go, "Yes, I, all I, right." Hulk Hogan is this? Sorry, <laughs> no, that was amazing. Don't be I sorry. Actually, I flipped these two this morning. Wow. the biggest face of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Possibly. Had, I mean, yeah. Yeah, your your one can be and possibly the biggest heel of all time too. The only the how about this? The only reason NWO worked. Yeah, yeah. Was because Hogan turned heel. Yep. 
trash being thrown into the ring. I mean, like, people were furious. Authentically. Yeah. Like, people yeah. were, were so mad. Oh, amazing. So and he was so good at it. Yeah. And just the Almost self- as mad as I am for my list being blown up. The, o- <laughs> the only thing my dad would flip over and stop on WCW when there was a commercial was if Hogan was in the ring talking. Yeah. I mean, uh, it just... <laughs> now, his matches were pretty hokey. Yeah, who cares? Right. But it didn't matter. It didn't matter. People were throwing so much shit in the uh, ring. Right. Scream. Do you remember the one, the match matches. he had with, um, I think it was Macho Man, where he was wearing the Terminator Commando, Suburban Commando hair? And I'm like, why does Hogan have a full head of hair? Oh. And then Macho Man rips the wig off, and he's like, surprised he's bald. <laughs> so they talked they talk about that. You ever seen that? They he's like that. shocked. He's bald. So not, they covered, they covered that amazing. on eighty three weeks. Can you can you put that on? Yeah, so Strem. They talk, they covered that on eighty three weeks this week. Oh, um, they did. I'm gonna have to listen to it. Hogan had just filmed some movie. I think it was where, Suburban Commando. No, 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 no. This is long, long <laughs> after that. He comes in. No one mentions that he has a full head of hair. Like yeah. no one mentions it. They don't sell it. And he's walking around like a stud. No and the way. whole match, he's, like, protecting his hair. They finally rip the thing off, and he's, like, startled that he's bald. Like, he, like he's never been bald like in his life. Like, he's holding his own head. Yeah, he's, like, grabbing his head, like, oh, my God. And everyone's screaming in the That's ring. Another underrated Hogan heel moment. Yes. So this, I, it was Halloween Havoc 96. Wow, you can remember the pay-per-view. Wow. Holy crap. Well, again, it was on... <laughs> oh, was it, You know what? I think it was Piper. It wasn't no, Macho no, Man. No, it, so... Halloween Havoc 96, it was Hogan and Savage. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah, there you go. There it is. And uh, <laughs> Hogan was filming something, one of, one of his movies, like Some Three shit Ninjas, movie. Space Mountain, or Thunder Mountain, <laughs> or something like that, and he wore a wig for it, and he said, yo, Bish, um, wouldn't it be a great idea if I wore this wig or this hairpiece, and partway through the match, Savage ripped it off and put it on his own head, and I got shocked that people knew I was bald. <laughs> Why is this a good idea? He's been bald his whole career. <laughs> it worked. It, it worked for me. Work. I'm talking about it in 2019, so yeah. clearly I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, my God. I'm trying to find... Just, the, just find the match. It. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got nothing else to say about Hogan. Surprise. Uh, Sorry. Is this a fat guy watching? He's blown it up pretty pretty badly. So I apologize on the blow up. I thought No, that was the best moment ever. I love that you did that. You were so proud of yourself. (laughs) All right, my number two is Hulk Hogan. (laughs) So I will say that um, there's a reason that I bumped him to number two from number one, which I'll get to, but like he, he, he basically went face for Ever. He started as a heel. Heel for a while. He, he was a heel in Thunder, as Thunderlips. Yeah, yeah. And uh, way, way back in the day. You're right, you're right. But that wasn't a big run. Right. Yeah. And then he was a heel for many, many years, and now he's been a face ever since, basically. Oh, um, amazing. So. Is it not on YouTube? <laughs> uh, type uh, in main event. Too funny. Too Hogan hair. All right. Well, should we cover my number one? Yeah, go for it. Whatever you want. <laughs> and then, well, is he on your list, Chris? No. He, okay. Then he was my number nine. You just so. heard my number one. What's it going to be, my zero? <laughs> Sorry. Wait a minute. Oh, I love you, Strum. 
So Hogan was my two. Hogan Hogan was my two. Right. He was Chris's number one. So you want me to say my one now? Yeah. Okay. So my one, I I, I went back and forth for like ten minutes, which one I should put two and one. I ultimately decided that I would put Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold E.T. as my number one because just of the fact that in a way, I, I think even though Hogan was the most famous wrestler ever, yeah. I think Austin put wrestling back on the map at a time that it wasn't cool and made it cool. Yeah. But that was also help with help from Hogan and the NWO at the time, too. So I guess it was all mm-hmm. intertwined. But Austin, I mean, Austin is, is just as big as Hulk Hogan. Everyone knows who Stone Cold Steve Austin yeah, is absolutely. today. Yep. So either way, you can't go wrong with two or one. With God, that's but I mean, but again, does this go? Does this fall into Chris's category where mm. he became a babyface because he became so over as a heel? Yeah, kind of, kind of, right? My list. I yeah. thought about him, but I was like, he did the so... same dastardly stuff. Right. And you know what's interesting though? Here's the only reason I put him as on my list because uh. The reason I put him on my list was because when he turned heel again on the Rocket Mania, people hated it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that proved that he was a babyface. Yeah, right. That's that was my thought process to that. That's a good point, and also it, it, it makes me because I, I just picture him as a face, but also when he came back into the Royal Rumble and threw out Bret Hart. Oh that, yeah, when he was a he, that was true heel work. Yep, and he was and doing the watch. Yeah. Yep. Um, you know what so, I'm saying? It's a, it's time for Justin Strem yeah. to not fuck up my list again. <laughs> my favorite Stone Cold Steve Austin run was the, the when he first became Stone Cold as a heel. Right. That's yeah. my favorite Stone, but not not when he was champ. It was you know when he first stunned Vince when he was still in the IC picture feuding with Bret and Owen. Right. right. The first rendition of the Hard Foundation that was my favorite Stone Cold. You right. know. I'm Brian Pillman, all that stuff. And it's going to say, here lies Brett the Hitman Hart. Yeah. The biggest piece of trash that ever <laughs> walked the face of the earth. I mean, how, how can the you beat that, piece man? Of trash. That's like, not me like, saying that. That's the thing Austin actually said. Oh, like, yeah. Like like a, like a gravestone would say that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, could you could you chisel the biggest piece of trash on the face of the earth on this headstone, please? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. All right. Well, I still have number one to talk about. Chris, what was your number two? Did you say your two yet? Um. So if you, you know, don't, I'm about to say it. So no. So <laughs> who's this guy? This is a fan, this is a legit fan running into the. Oh, race. it's legit. Yeah. So before Justin wow, that gets, kid got over pretty <laughs> quick. Showed him on the friggin' so yeah. Stram, do your number one, and then we'll just recap our ten because okay. I did. I did. We, say we it. did blow it up. Okay, you flustered Chris. Wow, that guy got him good, huh? My number one. And um, maybe overcorrected, but I think it's fair, is Shawn Michaels. That's a wonderful pick. He made my list at number seven. Yeah, he was my number nine. Wow. So clearly Justin loves Shawn Michaels. I go back, way back in time, think about how over he was as a white meat baby face as the Rockers. Yes. They were super... Popular as faces it gets, kicked off every show. Um, number one, unanimous on our best tag teams to never get the titles, and then um, then goes into the heel of the most arrogant, self-loving heel with the mirror and Sherry 
Oh, the amazing. sexy boy theme song. Amazing. No one, there's no bigger prick than the guy who sings his own theme. Right. Shawn Michaels was MJF. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. MJF is trying to be Shawn Michaels. Is, is how I put that's it. That's a better way. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a better way to put right. it too. <laughs> so that's when he hits his stride, gets the IC title, and then is is in the main event picture basically for the rest of his career as both. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, He's the heel um, against, you know, the Vaders and Sids and um, and Diesels and things like that. Or almost a tweener, right? How is this kid still standing? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, there's eight million wrestlers and this kid's holding his own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, security came in and pulled him off because... Yeah. Hogan laid into him a couple times. Yeah. Killed him. So he's he's mostly... A face later on in the nineties. Yep, and then he, um, you know, with DX um, against Brett, and we talked about earlier, drop, uh, super kicks him into the wheelchair and all Good. that type of stuff. Strem, <laughs> Strem loves wheelchairs. I do love wheelchairs. In wrestling. In Strem, wrestling. What's your top ten wheelchair wrestling moments? So <laughs> it's a different show, but we will cover that. <laughs> I want to talk about that at length. And uh, and then. Goes away for many years because of his back. Comes back as a crazy overface, mm. um, and then has another run where he's basically forced to be a face. But when he needs to tap into it, he can dig into that heel side at a moment's notice, like yep. he did against you know his promos against um, Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. I think it was when he's saying, "Don't, don't you don't want to mess with Triple H? You don't want to be fighting right. Triple H." And stuff like like subtle things. If he needs to go to the old 91, 92 HBK, he could do it in an instant. Amazing. And, you know, <clears throat> like it or not, um, and I'm not the biggest Michaels fan. I don't love his DX stuff. I've, I've said that many times. But there's no denying. I like right. the original DX stuff when they came yeah, back and with Rick, wanted to sell t-shirts. Right, right. I didn't like that. No, that was... That's just like when the NWO came back in WWF. Right. It just wasn't. Right. It wasn't. Right. It was forced. Here's my number one. That's an excellent number one. So let's, re- let's run them down. Pete, you're a top ten. All right, so my top ten are Scott Hall, the bad guy, or the good guy. Uh, Shawn Michaels, HBK, Mankind, Triple H, uh, Chris Yeriko, uh, Randy Savage, the Macho Man, the Rock, Brett the Hitman Hart was my number three, Hollywood and Hulkamania, Hulk Hogan number two, and Stone Cold AT was number one. My ten. Jake the Snake Roberts. Ooh. Have you ever Robbie Paper! <laughs> <laughs> wow, they're all here. Mick Foley, Shawn Michaels, Macho Man, uh-huh. Number yeah. six. Number five, Edge. Number four, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, I don't know if he's calling by his wrestling name. <laughs> number three, the Dudley Boys. Number two, Bret Hart. And number one, Jeremy <laughs> Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Sorry, bud. That's all right. My number 10, The Rock. Number nine, Eddie Guerrero. Number eight, Bret the Hitman Hart. Number seven, Kurt Angle. Number six, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Number five, the Ayatollah Rock and Roller, Chris Jericho. Number four, Daniel Bryan. Number three, Brock. Macho Man Randy Savage, number two. Hulk Hogan, number one. Shawn Michaels. And I do have 
couple honorable mentions. Oh, bring it. Anybody else? No. Nope. We talked about many of them, but I'll, I'll throw out Andre the Giant. Mm-hmm. Anybody want the peanut? Because he was... That was pretty good. Yeah, that's, you know... He... As heel versus Hogan late in his career and the Brian family, but before that, he was a crazy over face. Yeah, right. He was a major, major force in WWE becoming what it, what it was. Um, and we also did not talk about the Rocket Owen Hart, which I'm kind of surprised about. Well, was but, Owen really a, ba- a over baby face? I so that's I'm I'm glad Strum brought that up. He wasn't in the beginning. Him and Brett broke up, and he became the best heel oh, ever. best heel ever. And I think, although the entire Hart Foundation <clears throat> were faces during that USA versus Canada thing, yeah. without Brett being a part of that, no one would have gave a shit. No one would have cared. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's a, definitely a great mention, but I think, I yeah. don't think it works the same. Yeah, and um, I, I just, think... He, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, tragically, if he wasn't cut short... Um, if his life wasn't cut short, he would have been uh, higher up this list because he would have won the title. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, he would have then become yeah. a huge babyface, the Redeemer. Yeah, that's right. He should have been. He should and, have won the title at SummerSlam. Right. In, in that in that ca- yeah. cage match. I blame Brett for that one. And I bring him up every episode almost, but I think this is true. Sid, Sid was create. Sid almost usurped Hogan. In 91. Man, I just want to be a big master. <laughs> in the blue trunks, and people were pissed when he got pulled out of the Rumble in 92. Yep. He also had his, like, actually he beats up the Dudley boys in ECW to a huge ovation. Yeah. But also turns on Michaels. I mean, he he is just one of those guys that can just be, um, he can be over however you. Oh, this poor kid. Um, I remember a, this. watching a botch of mania where this. This young uh, this is fans trying to get in the ring for different reasons, right? Yeah, this young that guy, poor kid, and I love that Michaels is like sympathetic. Yeah, though that's See, this pretty is why he's a great amazing. face. Yeah, yeah. and uh, poor kid, unless they're yeah. wearing a hockey jersey. So it's a young man with Wayne a uh, clearly a uh, a mental uh, handicap yes. who decided to try to get into the ring during the match. Uh, treated a little bit differently than your random idiot that. <laughs> into the yeah. steel cage well, match. And, oh, how do I say this sensitively? Mm-hmm. He had the facial cues mm-hmm. of he, someone with a, with a clear disability. He, yeah. had, he clearly had Down syndrome, I'll say it. Because I, I know um, I have uh, good family friends. They're basically family with Down syndrome, and mm-hmm. there's nothing... You know, um, you, right. you can say... Wrong, you no, there's nothing wrong. Right. Yeah, right. Anybody, that's I, fair. But yeah, he, he, he was. Had Down syndrome. But there's also many levels to the, um, you know, the the functionality of people yeah. with Down syndrome. There's a large spectrum even within that right. disability. Yeah. And you know, it's hard to say watching this where where this youngster was. I mean, he probably it's tough to tell the age as well, but he's he probably a teenager. Yeah. That no, was a heartwarming moment though that they treated him nicely and treated him well and understood right, the right. situation. Right. Whereas some you know? of the people in this compilation we're watching, they pop in the ring and they yeah. get, they get the decked. shit beat out of them. Right. One of the great moments, by the way, I'm glad you brought it, We that this came up, when uh, Triple H goes and hugs a young man with Down syndrome at the guardrail and the kid asks him to go into the ring. So they bring him in the ring, him, Michaels, and the Down syndrome kid, and they do the DX 
suck it. Oh, That's I don't right. remember I that, remember one. that one. That's pretty cool. Worth looking up. Again, another guy who I think is really is a really nice guy in real life is Triple H. Yeah, I I I, I know a lot of people shit on him, but that's Conrad or Rob Van Dam or a handful of other people. All he does is bury people. Yeah, yeah. I disagree with that though. I disagree with it. He buried Jeff Hardy. Did he? Uh, he put Daniel Bryan over no problem in WrestleMania 30. He put Shelton Benjamin over. Yeah. I, I, again, yeah. listen. He had to win certain matches. It just has to happen. It's the booking. He so beat, it is he what it is. ECW guys, which I love ECW. Lost to Undertaker all the time. Huh. I mean, come on, man. No, he seems like a like a stand up guy. And like, look, Stephanie man, and Jeff him married all, all these years, and they seem like they like they still like really are into each yeah. other. Like. That doesn't happen in wrestling. It does not. And you know, I was watching. Actually, if you want to watch something interesting, they uh, Big Cat and Alex Rodriguez, out of all people, have a podcast together for Barstool mm-hmm. Sports, mm-hmm. and they interview Stephanie McMahon, and then halfway through, they invite Triple H on oh, set, that's cool. and you can tell like they're just they're super into each other still. It's nice. It's pretty cool. Nice. You know, I did not know that. Yeah. So I love it. You know, I love it. Um. Do we have an episode 39 planned? I know we've talked about a bunch of different... I think the cat's in the bag. I think we got to do top 10 all wheelchair moments in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time. Strem's been asking for it for three weeks. Even if it's just Strem reading his list, I think it's great podcasting I, radio. <laughs> let me let me dig it up. I can come up with 10 I think we got to do it. I think, we, I think it's got to happen. You've had some ideas, Chris, if you <laughs> have anything that you... Well, I mean, Pete, when you asked us about... Because we've, we've discussed, you know, yep. modifying the format sometimes. Yep. I was thinking we could do top five, bottom five finishers of all time. I think we should do wheelchairs first and then the week <laughs> after. I think we should do a little funny podcast next. Some fun a little cheery, ones. yeah. And okay. then the next one can be that one if you guys want to do okay. that. Unless you come up with something Yeah, better. no, fine, yeah. Top ten <laughs> wheelchair moments. <laughs> you got it, Strip. <laughs> yeah. Yes, because yeah. I'm actually curious to see what I'm gonna find got, in my research. I've got six in my I mean, head half of them I can just think of are just Vince McMahon in the wheelchair with the fucking goons. <laughs> so, so that well, might be my I, whole I, list, like episode thirty six. Raw. I think a good way to do it is one wrestler, one moment. So you can't have. I think you have to exclude the super. You have to exclude the super kick. To Brett. No, no way. Because that, that's going to be number one. It's obvious. No, no, it's not. No? No. Oh, then I'm not thinking this. All right, then continue. Okay. I've got a really good one for number one. All right, all right. So um, I guess that's, that's so all right. What's number one going to be so I can make it my I, ten? I, I, don't, don't say <laughs> <laughs> uh, But I can think of at least four now. I, uh, um, I have at least five. I don't <laughs> we're we're five. not going to do them here. Yeah, we're but, not going to do them here. But yeah. Tune in next time. Tune if you like wheelchairs and you like wrestlers and you Listen, like wrestling if, with your wheelchairs. If you like wheelchairs, but if especially if you like people in neck braces and casts in wheelchairs. <laughs> yes, yes. With crutches <laughs> laid across the wheelchair, you're going to love the next episode. If that ain't a cliffhanger, I don't know what it is. Cue the Rujos! <laughs> <laughs> From Montreal to Memphis, <laughs> Tell all the girls the blues are on the way. I can do I can do the whole song, but I won't. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do it for us. We'll see you next time on episode 
39 of the 10 Count Wrestling Podcast. With special guest Dalton James. (laughs) (laughs) Dalton, let us know what your picks are. (laughs) Yeah. You know where to find us. (laughs) Facebook, 10 Count Wrestling. Twitter, 10 Count Wrestle, because Twitter sucks. Gmail, 10CountWrestling at gmail.com. And on Instagram, 10CountWrestling. We post stuff from time to time. Check us out. We'll see you next time. Big man. <laughs>